All right. Are we ready? Maybe. Yes. Ooh. Like, no one likes that. Why would you do that? So you can hear yourself do it? I want to hear what my mouth is like. What that neck do? (laughs) Gluck Gluck 5,000. The Gluck Gluck (laughs) 5,000. Now available at Wallbox. Shrimp! Okay. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Destroy the Brain podcast. I'm Andy Treffenbach. Jeremy Jones. I am Rin Maddox. And I'm Niles Maddox. And today we will be talking about the Fear Street trilogy that you can find on Netflix. Uh, It's like six hours long. Yeah. (laughs) Altogether. It is. And uh, we're also going to kind of get into our introduction into young adult horror just because we think that would be fun. Right? Yeah. Yay. Are we going to start a TikTok next? Yes. Uh, oh, we already be- did. <laughs> oh, no. Started a Venmo <laughs> business account. <laughs> Moving on up with that LLC. Uh, top of the show. Let's talk about horror trivia. <laughs> Uh, let's we talk need about to talk it. about um, horror trivia. So sorry, uh, to, so sorry, especially to our online players who had no fucking clue what was happening because a you couldn't watch us sweat. You were watching no. the audience, which and was it was also dark on a minute forty six delay. Uh, <laughs> with that, and the audio was apparently very low, tight. Yeah, um, it, so non-existent, pretty much. You know we. <sighs> Look, trivia is still a learning thing. Even seven years into this, it really happened when we the first sellout crowd we had in July of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, when we finally got it together in January 2020, uh, everything changed. And <laughs> <laughs> we did two, I think, successful online ones with some hiccups. Those, yeah, but, but they weren't that bad. And they, yeah. We still haven't really pinpointed. So the major thing that was the problem was the application we were using. We thought it was our Wi-Fi because we were using our mobile hotspots because heavy anchors Wi-Fi ain't great. Ain't great. Um, but we quickly realized after doing like a speed test and all this other yeah. shit live on stage that it wasn't the Wi-Fi. It was actually the application. Mm-hmm. And we further found that out whenever we skipped to question two on round two and people could answer, but they couldn't answer round yeah. one or not the round first one. Question, question, yeah. question one in round two. So uh, I've already contacted crowd per. I would highly not recommend using them for no. a live event. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe mean, a virtual one only. Well, look, um, you pay $50 for their service. You pay fifty dollars. I a mean, month. did you feel that when you did a strictly virtual, it didn't go well it's, because of them, or do still, you feel like because it was the trying to do it in a, like a separate venue, you weren't at home? I think it was a. I think it was both. Okay, yeah, I think it was both. I mean, Honestly, I just don't want to bash them if it like works how it's oh, supposed to work. Them. It's you but know, Jeremy I have, was watching it just to make sure because the first time I fucked up. Okay, even yeah. though I still don't think it's a fuck up. I don't think that was a complete. Uh, fuck up on my end yeah because we had it in the settings to automatically start the question mm. and it didn't okay so i was like why isn't this working yeah, and then not, i'm that's like that's not user error <laughs> let me let me click start question and see what that does and it finally worked yeah so 
once we got past that, I'm like, okay, we should be good. Now I know I just have to start every question. So every question that we started, I have to, I had to hit yeah. S. But then the second round, nobody could answer. And then Jeremy was pissed off because I put all the Friday the 13th in there. I was mad. He was like, I didn't sign up for this. That's right. And then he left. He abandoned his yeah. post. Did you? I've been in my boy. I think that's whenever we were just chatting back. Yeah. Yeah. No. And so, there was good things. That to was chat after. About. I totally get it. The, and that was after our break. So. Yeah. Uh, we were on a break. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well. We were on a break. Uh, I'm not judging you. 100% Andy, upset with me. Andy's an only child. He can handle the spotlight. <laughs> But um, it's funny, even with the technical hiccups, we yeah. were completely done by like oh, 10. We were done before like <laughs> 10 05. It was yeah. like, all right, when, we got the winners. Like, it wasn't even fucking close. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I guess when you guys don't have to do math. Right. Right. No <laughs> who, shit. Who, who won that one? So, uh, uh, Freddy Krueger come tribute. Won. Yes. Obviously. Obviously, in reference to. Didn't we to cover that on a podcast? 69. Yeah. Yeah. That was a <laughs> joke I made to Rick. And he's like, that's our trivia name. I go, okay. Um, but there's, yeah, there's I, the biggest account. apologies to the virtual players because I, I yeah. just think they were just like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Whereas everybody in the room was at least kind of frustrated, but having fun. They with were it. also like, we were there. So we could be like, hey, we know where with the online yeah, delay it, yeah, and no. the fucked up audio. It's a lot more. It's, it's, it's a lot harder to explain to people your your your, your <laughs> right, issues yeah. and personal frustrations. Yeah, and even if when they're yeah. seeing your personal frustrations on your face, <laughs> even like, us explaining it to the audience should have been streamed, but nobody could hear us. Um, so, and there was one or one or two players, and there was a lot of our regulars that showed up. So they they're familiar with the shit show that is horror trivia night. Bless uh, every one of you but, for still coming to things. <laughs> yes, you are the real heroes here. Uh, one of them was like. I get how stressed you can be now because I was stressed just trying to figure this yeah. out what we can answer. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, that was our last virtual. That was <laughs> our last trivia hybrid night. trivia night. That's for uh, fucking yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I, was seamless about hmm. trivia night? Hmm. The check-in process. It was. Yeah, good job, Ren. Thank you, Ren, for helping check our players in for trivia. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, um, our next horror trivia, which will be back to the clipboards, hopefully. Yeah. As long as, yeah. as, long as you, a trick you know, as long as everybody fucking gets vaccinated. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, please get vaccinated. I'm tired of this shit. I'm going to be. Besides, if you get magnetized, isn't that like cooler? <laughs> that is yeah. a false I'm going to be very unapologetic way. to people now. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, but our next horror trivia night will be a Thursday again, and it will be October 14th. At the heavy yes. anchor, no virtual option as of no. right now. We'll see what happens. Yeah, 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 no. Yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> I mean, unless I think, the event gets uh, Jeremy canceled. Jeremy will not be present on that one. Yeah, unless the event gets canceled physically at the heavy anchor, we are not entertaining the virtual option anymore. Right, absolutely. I'm currently trying to get the refund from Crowdbur. <laughs> Because I told them how awful it was, and we had forty people staring at us trying to troubleshoot this. But and they wanted to make sure we got a screenshot yeah, while we like, were like being get, uh, yelled at. Um, did you guys get screenshots or video of what was happening? I'm like, no. Check your fucking logs if you don't have. Well, yeah. I almost I went to that, and people did clip a couple of things, which I thought was kind of odd. So if you go to Twitch.tv/slash DTB Horror, you can 
watch two clips. One is like of our pre-sponsor, like the sponsor pre-roll, like welcome to Horror Trivia Night, oh, Urban Chestnut, yeah. all this other stuff. And then one clip is just the audience and you can't really make anything out. <laughs> so thanks for clipping those. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So again, apologies to everybody. It was kind of out of our control. Uh, we don't know what the hell happened, but we know we're not going to use that anymore. And we will right. use the clipboards come October. So sorry to those that live in California, Arizona, Canada, and wherever else. Walla that is Walla. not St. Louis that played. Gugamanga. <laughs> Seattle. And then hopefully in October we'll have some uh, decent prizes too. I mean, we actually ended up. A lot of it was Andy's old DVDs that he's made. Andy's video. Everything must go. uh, I do want to thank the record space. Uh, We got some $20 gift cards. And thanks to Urban Chestnut for providing some beer. Okay. So let's, uh, we're going to go over, just, we're going to pick a film that we watched since the last recording. And uh, then we're going to jump into our introductions to young adult horror and then the whole netflix fear street trilogy but before we do make sure you follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash destroy the brain on twitter at dtb horror and on instagram at destroy the brain we're also uh we do have a discord go to discord.destroythebrain.com join up and talk with us um unless we're doing horror trivia then we're <laughs> we're nowhere to be found <laughs> so don't don't hop on there and yell at us at horror trivia on the 14th we won't respond no <laughs> i i get if you do i do so anyway okay uh jeremy what what's the one movie you've watched that you want to talk about <laughs> the one i want to talk about has been years in the making of me trying to watch it I bought this shot on video slasher called I'll kill you. I'll bury you. I'll spit on your grave too. (laughs) And when it arrived, it sounded like a fucking rain stick. And when you say two, you do mean T O O. This is not a sequel. Okay. Um, Oh, and not a direct, not a direct sequel. No, this is not a sequel to anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's from 1995. It is about campers trying to open up or counselors trying to open up a summer camp quote that's somebody's house like there's very little camp in this okay um and it's kind of a by number slasher but it's i think pretty well made for like shot on video so it was what year 95 but okay. i don't think it was released till like 2000 on, huh. on the tape so you said it sounded like a rain stick yeah because it was just and the spools were really tight and it just, you couldn't, um, and I only had like a one way rewinder. I didn't have a two way where I could maybe fast forward. So I finally, years later, home alone decided to open it up. Uh, is this what you were posting about? In yeah. Your Instagram stories. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, where half the audience the was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> What's he doing? And it was, what is that? What do you the mean? Spool swap. The VHS. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not ready. You can't cassette. pull off that. But you joke. also know what a spool swap is, right? Yeah. It's when you take so the, I, I opened it. it up and there was three at least huge pieces of plastic that have broken off in about three or four more. <laughs> and so Jesus. it's like, oh, this is. And I was hoping maybe I could just kind of pick them out mm-hmm. and it'd be fine. And like fast forward, kind of wound the tape a little to get past where it was getting worn. No luck. So I grabbed a 
tape I was going to get rid of, opened that up, took Men in Black 2. It was Karate Cop. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's some like shitty movie that uh, Chuck Norris was in before he was like Chuck Norris. Big. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. He's briefly, and it's also called Slaughter in San Francisco. Not Sidekicks. Oh, no. I'd keep that one. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> I can get into that if you want. But. I mean, no, we can we can do a Sidekicks podcast. That's fine. Jonathan Brandon. Well, that's a side yeah. note. Oh, well, that's, uh, welcome to Side Note, a Sidekicks podcast. Remember that time Rain <laughs> fell asleep? <laughs> um, and yeah, so I did my first spool swap, uh, put it back together, and it worked. <laughs> You're Yay. a VHS like, handyman. And you yeah. watched it. I watched it And that it was night, okay. And I liked it. It did not sound like a rain stick after you were done no. with it. I swapped so the spool did you, and I Did you make like a custom sticker for the... the no, I so... This has been repaired I, by Jeremy. I saved the um, old cover so I could... Carcass? You have to use like a heat gun yeah. best uh, yeah. to kind of get Glass the label it. off, so I'm going to try yeah. that. Cool. And then it melts the whole exterior of the VHS. No, just well, no, the film inside. <laughs> I'm just going to put it over the label on the other one, I think. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to... Ideally, yeah, you do that while it's not over the magnetic tape right. underneath. <laughs> so how was the movie? He just said it was It was a very solid shot on video slasher. It was it nothing was, great. It was worth all the work. He said this three um, times already. He's like, it's fine. It was... I, you know, it's... I think edited pretty well for like <laughs> being an amateur. It is like, I think there's okay. some interesting shots they did for shooting it on a fucking camcorder. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've been, I'm happy. I saved it. I've been say that. very nostalgic of shot on video stuff. Right. Right now. Um, even after watching Frankie and his pals, well, maybe not. <laughs> he gave you that, didn't he? Yeah. I watched Good. it. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Couldn't do it. So again, what was the title of that one? I'll kill you. I'll bury you. And I'll spit on your grave. Available Two. streaming on his VHS machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. JVHS. You were the only copy ever. Maybe. Not really, but no. No, I'm probably not. All right. Rin, what'd you watch? I recently watched on Amazon 2019's I See You, starring Helen Hunt. How was that? I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, we started out watching it, and it was very unassuming at first. Yeah. Um, it starts out with a family who's clearly recovering from a mom's recent affair. There's a teenage son. He's clearly pissed at mom for ruining their family. Yeah. And just strange things start to happen at the house. There are many twists and turns, none of which I was honestly expecting because it seems so vanilla in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And there are at least two very hard turns that this movie takes. Ooh. So I suggest watching it. I've been wanting to do, a, I haven't seen it, but I've been wanting to do a double feature with the Sylvester Stallone movie, I See You. <laughs> no. You mean Detox? Yeah, it's also called Detox. It's not good. Is John Cena in it? No. 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 He was like you know why? Because you can't see him. <laughs> oh, man, that's Oh, like really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with what Ren just said. Um, I, I was su surprised on how much I was like, oh, shit, that got me good. I, I did not see that fucking coming. Also, 
Helen Hunt looks totally weird now, I guess. No, she doesn't Is look it called weird. aging? It's called Nile. aging. Sure. What but the like, fuck? It what? Was, it was Bro. just weird. I'm telling Bro. you. Watch it. And her face looks different. Like her, It's, it's like, possible that she has had some fillers. Okay. Okay? Wait, are you getting into like Renee Zellweger? No, I have no idea. Weird. I'm just saying, when you watch this Whenever movie, the first 10 minutes you'll spend being like, is that you, Helen Hunt? Like moving her face? Is that you? Oh my God! Wow! I don't it's think like, it's quite to that point. I think okay. he's being a little dramatic. I was going to say, I saw the trailer. He's not known she for being fine. dramatic. I'm just saying, I watched something's got to give not too long ago, and that wasn't like a hundred years ago. That was something's like gonna... twenty years ago. Yeah. So yes. keep that in mind. People How change, did you look bro? twenty years Live ago? In the Niles? I'm not being mean. I'm literally telling you, this looks like a different human being. It's not that I'm saying she looks bad at all. I'm just saying it. when you watch it, you'll be like, oh, shit, Helen Hunt. I haven't seen her in something in a while. And I realize this because she looks totally different now. Mm. That's what I was saying. So Anyways. maybe we have seen her in something? I can't think of anything. Like, literally. I mean, I know oh, that they're brought back. Um, I see what you did there. I uh, I know that they brought back, like, Mad About You. Didn't they do, like, a... Uh, did they? I, I thought they were doing some kind of reunion nonsense. We with, need to stop doing reunions. They do it with everything now. Yeah. It's because mm-hmm. they don't make anything good anymore. <laughs> That's not true. It's the nostalgia That was thing. a joke. God. It's true. I know. Nobody likes the joke. It's a nostalgia Jesus. thing. Fuck. I think we all live in nostalgia right now. Oh, do we? Mm, I don't know. Ask your husband with his ghost <gasps> popper. I mean, technically, we are the generation <laughs> that Is that had, like a jalapeno popper? We are a generation that had nothing better to do than just be entertained, right? So yeah. we're, the fir- we're like the first of many no. 70s babies were like the first. We're, but Yeah, like. The monster like, kids. It's like monster that new kids. movie with Hugh Jackman where you just live in your old memories. Oh god. <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of heavy. I just watched that trailer. I'm like, oh really? Yeah. Reminiscence or Is something. Wolverine? Like that? Yeah. yeah, it's a new Wolverine yeah, it's movie. It's a new Wolverine movie. Existence. And it's just about him going to see what? the other X-Men movie. <laughs> <laughs> New Mutants is garbage. Oh, God. No, fucking trash. I actually liked it. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. It fucking I loved it. Terrible. Let's disagree on it. Okay. <laughs> I haven't watched it's it. Completely- Should we start a X-Men podcast? Oh, Jesus Christ. I would. All right, so, let's go. So, speaking of X-Men, uh, there is a character frog. Right? Toad. 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 Yes. Well, in I See You, they do some frogging. So oh. circle back around, tie okay. this baby wow. up. Wow. Wow. wow that was, nice I didn't know that frogging was a term until this film. Explain what frogging well, yeah, is. Yeah, what is frogging? I don't want to explain what Please frogging is. It. Is that Please when they turn the condiment inside okay. out so, so it's ribbit so, on the so, entrance? Shh. Oh, let it happen. So, okay. I have heard stories. I don't know if they're urban legends or if they are like true crime stories of people like living in the crawl spaces or attics mm. of homes and like just coming out and like collecting minimal no, supplies. Isn't mm-hmm. that so terrifying? Yes. Okay. I can watch like all these jacked up horror movies all the time. You know, the original frogging movie, right? Dead Ronald. Oh my god. Yeah. So my island on Animal Crossing is still called Atranta. Uh, God bless. God bless you, Ronald. Living in walls. Anyway. All right. So I see you is on Hulu, isn't it? It was on Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. God. I thought it was on Hulu too. Well, maybe it is, but we sure. watched it on Amazon. Okay. Sometimes it's they double somewhere. dip. Double dip. Give it up. Dip. 
That's a good pop. That was a good pop. Miles, what did you watch? Um, I watched. I'm, I'm going to talk about this movie because I can't stop thinking about it, and well, I can't. We did top, ask you to talk about a movie. Yeah, and I can't stop. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop thinking and or talking or explaining what this movie was. Uh, I watched it with Andy on one of our shitty. Uh, I don't want to say. Excuse shit. me, boys oh, night. Oh, Let's be honest. It's a boys' night where Andy has purchased a lot of a vinegar syndrome, vinegar stuff. syndrome, oh. or Severin, or whatever company has released said movie he's never seen before. So let's <laughs> give it a go. I bought well, it. Hold on, I've never seen Champagne and Bullets. Oh, was it? Did you? Was it that? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. So fuck it. It wow. was. I've seen Road to Revenge. Okay, fine, Andy. Given. I'm not trying. Hold on. What? Go ahead. Andy, stop. You have okay. the oh so, one Friday, we watched a movie called Road to Revenge, a.k.a. Champagne and Bullets. I a.k.a. Mean, te- get Even. We actually watched the Champagne and Bullets cut. Yeah. Mm. So There are three different cuts to this I movie. had to fast forward watch through the other version, which is exactly the same, so I don't know what the difference is. There's a little tightening up. Um he kept going back and shooting like a little bit of new footage. So yeah, so there's road. To, so Champagne just, and Bullets is the original 16 millimeter like feature, right? Which one is the one with road the karate to inserts? Is, is that Road to Revenge or Get Even? I don't know because I've only seen Get Even yet. I do have okay. the blue karate ray. inserts. I um, yeah, that karate inserts, that. and then there's some other modern day inserts. You're like, yeah. what the? I'm fuck? assuming at some point that he plugs his law office. It's literally just him in a suit. And like, hey, I really hope so. I love legal service. So. Why you also need it? Why do I need to talk about this? Movie? Yeah, yeah. Because it's literally okay. So you know how people love the room, right? Yeah. <laughs> I do not love the room. I think it's uh it was fun to watch that one time, but like this whole phenomenon of like throwing spoons and bullshit, I just couldn't get into that. Yeah. So cool. if someone were to ask you if you liked that, you would say Are you dropping this so hard? Are you dropping the so? Oh, you're supposed to say I did not. Fuck. God damn you! Such else. a good setup. Again, I don't give a shit about the room. Anyway. <gasps> oh, hi, Ryan. I actually like the movie. <laughs> I like the movie about the room better than I like yeah. the room. Anyway, I. Okay, go ahead. So uh, the point is, this is the this is the perfect example of a just like my fucking ego neurotic nightmare like I'm gonna make my own fucking movie yeah. and I'm gonna have hot chicks and I'm gonna do badass stuff and I'm gonna sing and I'm gonna dance I'm gonna do it all <laughs> this is my shit it's a movie. vanity project it's basically what Prince did in his later career so uh, with Jesus though involved uh, I don't have time to unpack everything you <laughs> about, Prince. about Prince. Yeah. yeah, he's wild. Like I don't, I don't. I just, I we're, not, we're not even gonna start going down that. Road All I know is what other famous people have said, and then, and they're just like, yeah, he's just crazy, and he would just be like, crazy. you know what we should do today? Hang out <laughs> in the park. It's called Paisley Park. Oh yeah. Anyway, what he would do? So this movie is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's definitely put together. There's like acting kind of over Hauser's in it. Yeah, and he's drunk the entire time. Well, you get what you pay nothing. for. So, anyways, overall hilarious. It was very fun to watch. I don't know if you just can't get it out of your head. That's why you're talking I just can't about stop it. talking about this fucking movie. Like yeah. I'm going to buy this movie and I, I I don't think it's good. But I can't stop. But is it entertaining? Him dancing on stage yeah. and singing with a straight face? Yeah. Just. 
it's it's a pretty amazing thing to watch. And especially like if you're a fan of Wayne's Hauser, it's just kind of funny because it's like he's totally ab libbing. Isn't William Smith also in it? William Smith is yeah. the bad guy. Yeah. He was like the pretty much the main villain. Do you want to talk about the plot? <laughs> uh, so uh, so they're cops or DEA agents? They're uh, police officers. Okay. They're uh, pol- LAPD. <laughs> it's like sprayed on, you know, their windbreakers at the beginning or whatever. Um, but they, William Smith plays, I guess, some sort of lead. Yeah, in their team. Well, he's going to be the head, the chief. He's going to run the world, but uh, he's corrupt. Obviously, Wingshauser and John DeHart are not. They are the good boys. Good old boys. And yeah, shit gets mixed up. They try to expose William Smith. It doesn't work. There's. I love the plot hole. I don't know. I mean, like, okay. There's really not a plot. Can, to yeah, this no, there really movie. isn't at all. Yeah. It's just scene, scene to scene to scene to scene, and it's mostly just watching this guy. Like, hey, in this scene, I want to suck on titties, and that's what I'm going to do in this right. scene. And then this next scene, uh, you're going to look. I'm going to do some badass shit. Watch yeah. me do karate in my garage. Yeah. Because the main female is like a Playboy centerfold, or sure. she was in Playboy or something. Know. She accepted cash. Yes, she accepted cash. Because um, she's an actress. She's an actress. Yeah. That's what you do. Pay the dues. But yeah, I know overall, uh, great. I want to know what happened to the wife of Wings Hauser. Oh, like I, that plot hole I just drives me nuts. She came over. It was a serious discussion and it literally went nowhere. It went nowhere. That. There yeah. was nothing, no, not even brought up. <laughs> it's like John DeHart realized, oh, I'm not interested in this. Yeah, I don't want to do that part. <laughs> I don't want to do that part. Let's or go she didn't want to come back to shoot the rest of the movie. That, well, that could also be true. Anyway. Um, so I would say, if you want to talk about drinking and watching a film that uh, would just keep you entertained, that is, uh, that was my golden ticket. Okay. for. So you're going to be buying this. I'm buying this movie. Okay. This has already happened. Alright, cool. Great. Great. Uh, I was going to talk about old, but it's not worth your time. So I'm going to talk about Mail Order Murder, the story of Wave Productions. This was it, is was it really that bad? Uh, it was not good. Okay, cool. It was, yeah, had a great idea, but just didn't. Do I feel it. like I've seen that before. With him, yeah, one hundred percent. Anyway, uh, Mail Order Murder: The Story of Wave Productions. This was put out by Saturn's Core Home Video or Video Audio and Video. I forget how they name their name, but they're a partner label of Vinegar Syndrome. Um, the slipcover edition is sold out now, but you can still pick it up uh, on its own. What Wave Productions? This is really interesting because so shot on video horror is something that I got into when I was reading Fangoria's and um, yeah, it, it, it's just, I don't know. There's something about shadow video movies that I will, even though most of them are pretty bad, there's something endearing about it. Like these are guys that really like movies. Most of the time they're not yeah. in it for the money. They just want to see if they can pull off this movie I'm dying to watch the one that we all watched together. Which one? The one with like the little clown doll and like the oh dude. Wait, are we talking Illinois. about? We watched it at the <sighs> that was that Black- short film that recently uncovered short. Film. Oh Jesus, the <sighs> Mexican one. Nope, nope. That nope. was the main feature. But it was the other one that I'm like. Oh, it was really shot know. in Illinois, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to ask James. And see if he I gotta watch it again. Um, it's kind of funny. But mail order murder is um. 
again, it's, you know, the subtitle is the story of Wave Productions. Wave Productions basically jumped in on the SOV train and made these really low-budget, cheap horror films with camcorders out in the woods mainly. And they have a couple of, you know, decent ones. I've never seen the whole thing on this Blu-ray. They do have a feature film from them, which I'll watch at some point in time. What films did they produce? Oh, God. They they have a lot of stuff with Tina Krause. Um, She kind of got her start with them. But trust me, they're not really... I'm just curious if it's anything I've seen. I think the biggest. No, I don't even know what the biggest one is. Uh, let's see. Can you name a movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. <laughs> must have must have been really effective. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll get into why it gets interesting. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, like the biggest one. So. Psycho Sisters. Have Just you seen that? No. No? I got it. No, I have not seen that. Curse of the Swamp Creature. These are all awful. Just trust me. Play they Dead Ink. The, um, <laughs> Snake River Monster. <laughs> oh, I don't think Whatever. so. Sorority Slaughter. Lesbian Nightmares. Vampire Brides. They have a whole shit ton. It's all on... Uh, surprisingly, it's all on Netflix. Or Netflix. Wow. Letterboxd. But... Yeah. Anyway, where it becomes interesting is so they're doing the normal shot on video horror stuff and it's doing okay, but then they start to get special requests. Uh-huh. And by special requests, I mean creepos that are like, yeah, I want to see a girl get drowned in quicksand. Like San- Samper Sandman? Sandman. Sandman. Yeah. Samper Sandman. Kind of like Sandman. Samper Sandman. And I'm like, what? And the guy's okay. like, well, shit, if this guy's going to pay me X amount of dollars, I'll see yeah. if one of the actresses are like, we'll dig a hole out in the woods. I'll fill it with dirt and we'll be quicksand. So okay. they start making these specialty murder videos, essentially, oh, for Jesus. clients. And uh-huh. that's how they begin to earn this different reputation. And yeah. the footage intersperses like a lot of the early chiller theater stuff before conventions became uh-huh. this money hog. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting to hear this story about this production company of just, they're just trying to get money and get shit made on the passion of horror. But then the lines get crossed and the guy's like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to make these special request murder movies because that's where the money is. Yeah. And it was like on demand murder or, you know, like the title says, mail order murder. So it's just interesting to watch. I think even if you're not a fan of SOV stuff, I think it's kind of interesting to get into this weird subgenre uh, and just see how it plays out because it's it's actually a pretty well done documentary. Nice. Um, so I would recommend checking it out if you can. I'm gonna uh, borrow it before I leave. What was that? Oh, Andy's video. Is that a Blu-ray? Yeah, it's oh, on Blu-ray, and it does have one of their feature length films, which when I say feature length, it's like maybe 68 minutes or I mean, feature length, something like that. But it's like barely, and I'm sure it's excruciating to watch, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I don't know there. I have more fun hearing the behind the scenes stuff on shot on video stuff more than likely than the actual product. And this was just interesting to watch because I'd never really, I remember seeing their, production company name in Fangoria and Mm -hmm. some other magazines, uh, you know, 
this was before the internet. So it was like mail order catalogs. And I just never got into it. I just got into like Tempe video and Sub Rosa stuff, which, you know, they were rubbing elbows with this production company Mm -hmm. at Schiller Theater. So it was just an interesting look into something that I don't think really gets talked about all that much. But people are buying Intervision titles from Severin and that's all SOV stuff. So, um, but this is, this is like way more subversive, I guess, is the best way to say it. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like it. And that's, you know, even within the shot on video subgenre, there's still so much aspects of that mm. that are still unexplored. Even, you know, you have uh, Severin putting them out. You have um, Massacre Video yeah, putting them Massacre out. Massacre Video is doing it. Agfa. Those are still um, relatively like f- friendly <laughs> shot yeah. on video titles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even, I mean, even stuff that I found atrocious, like it was death metal zombies, which I was like, <laughs> was not into, but some of, you know, I mean, they have a movie called dead in the pool. Yeah. I'm fucking serious. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's, Oh, there's a dead in the pool too. Jesus Christ. Anyway, it's just kind Still of Still swimming. It, it's more of <laughs> it's more of an educational. Still sort floating. Of thing. <laughs> yeah, they have they have a film called Quicksand. It's educational. <laughs> Quicksand at Deadman's Creek. Did you guys know that um, a dead body won't float if its lungs have been punctured? Yes. Good. Good to know. <clears throat> good to know that Ren's a murderer. Cool. Neat. I mean, I get it. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, that is Mail Order Murder, the story of Wave Productions. You can pick that up at vinegarsyndrome.com um, or maybe even Amazon. I don't know. Anywho. Anywho. Okay. Let's get into our main subject of how the hell did we get into young adult horror? Yanag. Uh, I'm assuming book club for everybody. Scholastic book club? book club? I mean, the book fair? Yeah, the book fair. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Sure. I, I mean, was, I was going to the sure. library too, though. I mean, as a kid, did you go? Well, you know, not like the neighbor, just a school library, but. Oh, really? Sometimes okay. I'd go to Borders. Ooh. My oh, my. Oh, God. Go ahead. Well, it's like, yeah, I think like you said, like a book club. So I think during summer, like my mom would like try to like make sure I had enough things to keep me busy. And I think yeah. one of those things was throwing me in the library and like I could rent like a couple of VHS tapes and then maybe a book or two. Oh, and I, I think my first uh, I technically, I mean, if you want to get into it, I think my first like mystery, spooky book series was Boxcar Children. Just throwing it out yeah. there. Yeah. Because that was uh I don't know. It was kind of spooky. I haven't read them lately, but <laughs> was was there a thing where they like homeless kids riding the rails? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. And they I, would. They would I'm solve, asking because I don't know. It was like you know Scooby Doo esque. So it was like kind of Nancy Drew. Yeah, type Hardy mystery. Boys, okay. that kind of stuff. So I think yeah, the idea of the mystery and the the kind of spookiness yeah. around a mystery really. Like open the doors for me to accept R.L. Stein, which was yeah. would be my introduction into probably well, scary stories to tell in the dark mm-hmm. because they had a copy at my library at school. Yes, you were yeah. right. Oh my god, hey. school library. But yeah, for me, it's you know I think most of my literary 
uh, expertise in horror was very elementary. Very, I don't think I went past that. Like I, I mean, I, I went, I went from that to Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, and I, it's an age thing because it really took off. You know, I mean, looking Lois Duncan started writing in like the late seventies, but Christopher Pike was mid eighties. Mm-hmm. R.L. Stein's first. YA horror was like 89. Yeah. Right. It was late 80s. It was the babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. That was one I read. I mean, so. I'm, is that I, considered a Fear Street? So I think the sequels became part of Fear Street. Right. Yeah. But right. the first one is a standalone. Okay. Well, it, it's was. funny because, like, I'm trying to remember. So if it came out, if I got in on the ground floor, it was like I was eight or nine years old when Goosebumps came out. Uh, Goosebumps came out in 92. Fuck. And I I assumed you were above Goosebumps, so... No, not at that point. So I remember... What I remember is the uh, Scholastic Book Fair coming in, and they would give you catalogs of, like, here are some of the new books that we're bringing. Check them off, and then you can, like, go to the cashier, and they'll go collect them, or you can go grab them, or whatever. And, of course, all I was really interested in was horror, so I remember picking up the scary stories to tell in the dark and goosebumps because I was like, Oh, this is kind of a cool cover. There's slime and it's like, you know, embossed. Yeah. And well, it had the, the embossing bumps. was, yeah. Was, I was like, okay, was I'll check that out. And I remember just really kind of getting into RL Stein mainly because I'm not great at reading. I am yeah. very slow. Um, and for whatever reason, his books like i could read them no problem real fast i remember going outside of the goosebumps line and reading the beast which is the yeah. novel that he wrote <laughs> that tied into the uh what well, is it? king's the, island i gotta add that to my amazon oh, cart yeah know. though that the is... roller coaster at king's island yeah, in ohio or something oh okay. i've been on that uh, yeah and it, it was like a big deal i was like oh shit and it was funny because I think what happens in the story is they, they kind of hide out and like stay in the park after, after mm. they close. Oh yeah. And I just always imagined like that's what house. Fright Fest was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because you would, you see those old Six Flags Fright Fest commercials where like the camera's going in and nobody's around and there's fog everywhere. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's what the beast is. <laughs> so Anyway, but I I really liked a lot of the Goosebumps books, and I really like scary stories to tell in the dark. I never got into Fear Street, but I remember seeing some of the covers. I never, to me, <clears throat> and th- I still don't think I think I've maybe read one or two Fear Street books, yeah. but to me, they kind of sang more to girls. Yeah, and so, I I've I've never read any Fear Street. I've okay. read The Babysitter at a young age. My mom is a huge reader was always encouraging me to read. My sister couldn't give a shit about reading. So I was quiet and shy and she's like, read. (laughs) So uh, she would basically buy me and she kind of started early. Like the earliest book I remember, she bought me one called scary poems for rotten kids. Oh, that was like horror. (laughs) But that's more like gateway shit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, that book went everywhere with me. Okay. Uh, and so Goosebumps started, but then it was, they figured out I had a higher reading level yeah. and I got tested for like ADD. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> so I read, I mean, I read, like she got me a Christopher Pike book. It was Weekend, which I think is the okay. second novel. 
I remember um, starting to read like you know it's the one with the hunky guy who seems yeah. too good to be true and turns out he is. I uh, read R.L. Stein's <laughs> like this is why you love Lifetime. You've yeah. never not <laughs> probably read she started novels. you off on romance novels. Right. <laughs> I, well, that's the thing because well, as a, a kid, point. I used to look at Fear Street like, yeah, this is made for girls. Like this is Goosebumps for boys, and the girl version is Fear Street because the, oh, the, right. the covers always look like romance covers to me. Yes. I was like, see, I don't think that. Like, no, I agree with that. I don't that know if 100%. they looked like romance. No, oh yeah, they didn't the have time. like a hunky boy like, on it, it or anything. It came with like a fucking new kids on the block. Tape. It was the color scheme. Yeah. It, was it was the, the color, color scheme. Yeah, that's something. what it was. The Fear Street was in like this kind of pink magenta. Yeah. So it was like, oh, that's obviously like the girls' version of Goosebumps. Um, right. But uh, I remember picking up R.L. Stein's like first adult book, Superstitious. Oh. I don't think I read the whole thing though. Ren, do you have any? Stories about young adult. I I know you're younger than us old people. So you're probably so like I think that my uh, more age appropriate introductions to horror as a child had to do with you know easy gateway stuff like Scooby Doo and okay. Courage yeah. the Cowardly Dog. Um, as far as media outside. <laughs> video it was more so like a spooky cassette tape with spooky sounds Ooh, yeah well, mostly yeah. just people screaming or um, chains <laughs> chains there was always yeah. chains the, the hard thing really what she's trying to say is she actually didn't learn to read till she was 17 years old. oh okay no really? actually okay. i think i probably had a higher reading level than you so. absolutely I so agree. um yeah do you guys I ever do my, book races like you go to bed, read the same book. I don't think that's a good idea. No. Uh, <laughs> as far as like actual young adult stuff, I read a lot more fantasy as mm-hmm. a young teen, but I did read the Twilight books um, before they were before they got popular. Oh, really? Okay, I read Hell them yeah. before they got popular. She did uh, it before it was cool. And while I was reading it, I thought the characters were really fucking annoying and stupid because I grew up watching things like the Anne Rice movies and oh, okay. you know, reading yeah. parts of those books instead. So it was like, man, this is what like the good stuff is supposed to be. Did you read like, yeah. Anne Rice or did you just I see read, like interview with the um, I think it was called Pandora. It's been a really long time okay. since I read it, but mm-hmm. that one was cool from what I remember. I feel like that's something your mom probably read was Anne Rice. Like, right? Yeah, my mom was obsessed ass- with Anne Rice. That's so I, I had a lot yeah. more exposure to yeah. that. So it wasn't yeah. really like a lot of the young adult stuff for me. It was like a hard line. It was either the kitty gateway stuff or like adult horror because when I was like a toddler, my favorite movie was Jurassic Park and there's yeah. people being like eaten in half yeah, of yeah. that. So I, I didn't have a lot of censorship growing up. So I just started watching scary movies yeah. from a young age and that has just kind of been my my jam and, you know with kind of the ages most of the horror i was exposed to on tv was on cable so like a lot of the gore the yeah. nudity mm-hmm. was trimmed out but i was still like voracious in it but right it's you like you know i remember seeing jurassic park and telling my mom tried to cover my eyes at one part when someone was getting eaten and you're like, and oh no, like, mom, this is where no, the guy so gets eaten I took in half. Her, I took her hand and moved it. I was like, what are you doing? It's like, I can do this. <laughs> and then when we left, I go, Jaws was gorier. Like, I was like, that was great, but like Jaws had way more gore. Even that's not very gory, but um I mean it's it pretty scary though, because there are yeah. children being eaten, like just yeah. in the open no. water. Yeah. That's not know, something kids should be exposed to. <laughs> so yeah. I think the the thing is right now, like we look at 
young horror now, there are so many options. Like Stranger yeah, for, Things. It's a little adult. Sure. I'm just saying in general, it's YA. we yeah, have right. Absolutely. more media available than ever before. And I think we, that... I feel like her generation, especially Ren, like her generation was very fantasy. Harry Potter came out when well, she yeah. was a kid. Yeah. So like this, there was a gap, I think, in like horror to fantasy back I, to horror. I think we look at it as a gap because we aged out of it. Because I look and I was looking back in like my Goosebumps collection yeah. and like looking at the bibliography. Yeah, I have one through four. And that's about when I stopped losing yeah. interest was about it's not good one through that. 40. It's like the also, hot topic years. And it was the same where, you know, yeah, I read a little bit more, but what fucking blew me away, July 1994, Eric uh, William Pattinson, under the pen name of Eric Morris, released Tales from Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was four novels about Friday people finding Jason's mask and being possessed by Jason. Like yeah. the mask? And for yeah, kids? they did Killing. that with um, it was no, it was YA. It wasn't Gateway. This is this is different than Gate. It was, okay. you know, illusions of sex. There's oh. people definitely being murdered in these books, and I, okay. my mom bought me all of them. Oh wow, yeah. And Halloween also did this ten. Oh really? Yeah. What was the Halloween series called? Uh, I want to just say they were just called <laughs> Tales like, from Haddonfield. Halloween. The Scream Factory or something Ooh, kind of a game. No. I, I don't think they actually. Let me uh, look this up. Um, I don't think they really went too far into it. I want to say like maybe four or five. Yeah, it's like or something. And I think they put all four out in like the same day. Or it was like, really? yeah. I mean, Goosebumps they're putting out like four or five a month. Oh wow! So what I think for me, it's like I feel like. I've skipped this genre. Like mm -hmm. I went from introductory, like I'm a kid. This is fun. Monster blood dummies and yeah. shit. Murder and then, And then straight to. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. That's a, we're, really we're looking at cover. an image for the cover for the yeah. Halloween that he, maybe the screen factory do. is actually the name of the book. Oh, wow. So it was just uh, under the Halloween franchise. Yeah. So, um, Michael Myers is up to his old tricks and it will be a treat. Ooh. For your death. Written by Kelly O'Rourke. Yeah, and then wow. I, I honestly, I think literally in the same summer, I remember reading like Night of Living Dummy three, and then picking up like Tommy Knockers, and then like yeah. just starting to go into Stephen King. And from that point on, I read a adult and literature. I guess the other book I can't find the title or what it was called or anything it was this anthology on urban legends. Oh, that sounds cool. That I used to read the shit. It was the blood the. Bloody Hook, it yeah. was the hitchhike, like the but they were young adults. prom date. Yeah, it was all like short stories about these urban legends in this book. Just like scary stories. Bloody it's like Mary. It's based on like true yeah. tales that he'd compiled together. Yes. And yeah. Interesting. Um, that does sound familiar. I'm gonna but I did now. good fucking luck because I Googled that like three or four different times. And <laughs> nothing. It's, nothing there's so much shit now that's oh, out I'm sure. there. Like, that's what I said. It's yeah. like. There's just so much um, media. But kind of like, yeah, I jumped off. Like, I look at this goosebumps period, and that is, I think, part of the nostalgia because really it was two, two and a half years of my life. I really didn't connect with the show because I was older and it was cheap and just couldn't match yeah. my imagination. So, like, for me, I think I was perfect. And age. Are You Afraid of the Dark did it better. I mean, oh, going it's back, still good. So it's here, still, I still really good. As an adult, watch it. I mean, we watched it all last Halloween. Yeah. Because we bought season one. Anyways. But I'm just saying, like, at the time, I was the same age group that also watched the X-Men cartoon and Power Rangers and watched 
Oh, on an that? episode of what the fuck, dude? Goose Goosebumps. It was all in the Duh. lineup on Saturday morning. So like that was like. Did you know that um, the guy that voiced Wolverine was one of the monsters in One Day at Horrorland? Like same voice. Go back and watch that. That episode. makes total sense, right? Yeah, they're the same production company. I mean, Fox Kids with the yeah. the big. Oh, what's the other go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I yeah no Goosebumps is garbage. I mean yeah it is the series is so some of them I mean are the like, theme slaps okay. we know yeah the, the, <laughs> the eyes on the dog yeah every time perfect um, don't change anything but yeah it's like after this brief and very intense you know YA what I thought you know was like opening this world of horror to me I wasn't really aware of. But books really weren't doing it for me. But I moved on to like Michael Crichton, like Jurassic Park. Yeah. I read Lost yeah. Congo, Congo, Sphere. I read. I read. Yeah, Eaters of the Dead. Like I think a lot of then, my young adult novel reading years were really spent in manga. Yeah, understand. <laughs> yeah, different. Yeah, different only vein. I was maybe only in the young adult horror world for like a couple of years, and before yeah, then, I mean, it was like, like I'm reading Fangoria and learning about heavier shit. So. I, I, I kind of wish that I was. I know. Maybe I'm old. Well, well you, no, miss, you missed your childhood, bud. I, I kind of miss. I wish reading some of those just because there was the sense of innocence. And oh, yeah. Stupid me. I'm like watching really gory shit at like 14. Dude, but that, but that's, that's exactly I, when I, you should be watching yeah. that. I guess that's that's when it happens. You were yeah. like nine when you started watching really gory. No, stuff. no, I was Mr. Cool. Which, by the way, I found the, Ooh, we know. the second cool. one. Okay, which I it. changed my name to Cool Man. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, we're we're actually talking about this thing that I did at Six oh, Flags God. where I made a music video to "You Can't Touch This." What? Dude, we've talked about this on the podcast. I have. I know. No, no, you have not. Really? I don't. No, because oh, I've seen this movie. I only I've, listen to episodes I'm not on, and this is the first I have, time hearing. I ripped about that it. thing. It's on my laptop. The, I watched the it all second time. one is not as good as the first one. I'll just say that. <laughs> I had one in college where we did Ghostbusters and like we there was like a pump Jack Lantern costume and there's some other were like you put on a costume you like all these guys were just like got in the music video and were yeah. like dancing with us it was great <laughs> but yeah I mean I I never I never got into Fear Street uh, I remember watching Goosebumps when the first episode came on the Haunted Mask that was on Prime Time yeah. on Fox I mean that was I see that's what I, said. I recorded that some shit. of them were. Okay, I, I will say pilot was good. Pilot was good. Pilot still holds up. Uh, Night Living Dummy was okay. Uh, yeah, some of them were just absolute garbage, and it, yeah. a lot of it's just the child actors, and it's just you know it is what it is. <laughs> Wasn't Ryan Gosling on one of the? Guys I'm sure he was. No, he was in Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because that, that is a okay. Canadian show, and he's a Canadian. Well, Goosebumps. Well, was I, also uh, yeah, I was gonna say Goosebumps was as well. No. So. Yeah, mm. he's playing. I think hockey. I don't know. So that's a that's a generalization. Hockey. So <laughs> what I'm getting here is that it seems like none of us actually read a lot of <laughs> none young of us read Fear Street. I read some. I read some, but I mean, but like it, it was only like, like we, two years. Yeah, it was this like two year obsession. I went from young adult to young. Teen. Then I started reading like 300 page books. That's normal, right? Right. Know. But not Fear Street. No well, one read Fear no. Street. Okay. I mean, I think my mom saw my interest in horror in that it was bleeding into literature and she had tons of Stephen King stuff. So she was like, oh, you should ring Stephen King. And I think I think that's actually how I got into Creep Show, possibly, because I was really into Tales from the Crypt as well around 94. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, there's and and I we didn't have HBO, so I'd watch it on Fox Fuck or yeah. I'd get the tapes from the video store. And she just realized that I was really getting into it. And she's like, okay, you should probably read some Stephen King. Let's start you off the creep show because that's much like the EC comics. And then I think cycle of the werewolf was next. And then I actually got into some of his actual books, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. That's the purpose for young adult novels is it's, it's a bridge from your childhood to more adult things. For the so, elder children. For the elder, elder children. children. But, I mean, I think, I really do think that young adult horror is a very nice thing to have. I don't want it to go away. But it's, it, <clears throat> I feel like now, uh, it's not there. <laughs> it's like you're either a kid I or you're an adult now. Are we I don't know, because you also have to look at why horror exploded, and then, I mean, it even went crazier with harry potter right so they're like uh, i'm reading a ya novel right now co-written by a friend yeah and the other author is a working successful like ya author mm. okay they're college friends and she is i don't even know she's i think writing three series like she is hmm. prolific so it is a very thriving and very live industry we just don't know because most oh, of us are old. Of yeah, we're out of it. Absolutely. But anyway, so uh, when Fear Street was actually being talked about as far as getting an adaptation, because I'll, I'll be honest, like that first Goosebumps movie, even though I don't own it, I had fun with it. I think the first movie's great. I think the sequel sucks. I haven't seen the sequel. Sucks. It's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, my, my big issue with it was it. Again, it dipped its toes into parts of Goosebumps that aren't nostalgic for me. So oh. I would be so like, you don't enjoy it if it's not for you. No, and it's not one of those things. It's just it was very silly at times. Mm. And it's like for me, Goosebumps was actually scary up until a point, And then it started being gnomes. And but I think it's always been it's always been campy. snowman. It is. But as a kid. I thought it was terrifying. So my adult mind gets yeah, mad that it's not still scary. I, or maybe does your adult mind get mad because you probably get scared by those two? You just don't want to admit it. Yeah. No, I mean, I just read, I just read <laughs> the one I find scary is uh, be like, careful what you wish for. And, and I read that recently and I was like, OK, yeah, it's still a little spooky mm-hmm. old lady, witch lady. She scares mm-hmm. me. But uh, no, I'm, they I mean, went cheap on the sequel because they announced they were going to do one day at Horrorland adaptation. That would have been cool. Or was it going to be set there? And I was like, oh, fuck. And you're like, oh, I that really, costs money. So we're just going to shit out a sequel. They could have, somebody could have gone and written a, an entire full script based on one of the novels, and yeah. I would have been happy with that. Well, yeah. But it just felt like they just kind of gobbled, jumbled a bunch of shit together and were like, here you go, it's zany, and here's Jack Black. Okay, and? Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't, some of it I didn't like. How about that? I, I thought it was Scooby Doo. I thought it was Scooby Doo. I felt the exact same way about it. It felt yeah. like it was like, ah, oh, it's got enough things that I like, but then eh, it's kind of silly. <laughs> There's a lot of farts. It's silly. It's a, a Scooby Doo. Lot, lots of farting. Like, what, what do you expect that to be? I want it to be made for me. Pretty oh, everything. God, has you're to like be the worst type, aren't you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> He is a double Aries with a Gemini rising. Okay. Ooh, what does that make me? That doesn't have any bearing on you. 
We would know. have what to do your me? birth chart. Do Let's you have do your time and place? Uh, <gasps> Call your mom. place. I don't have time. Oh, wait. I have my birth certificate at home so I can tell you. Just DM me later. <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, we so we get the announcement that Fear Street's going to become. Well, at first, A I think trilogy. it was. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> at first, it was talked about as being a TV series and then. I was like, wait, didn't they already do that? And they did in the nineties. I watched it yesterday. It's not good. It is dog shit. Um, which is why I Is it actually based on the books though? So it's actually based on the spin-off series Ghost, Ghost of Fear, of Fear Street. Street. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they only made one episode. Yeah, it was it premiered apparently on TGIF in ninety eight. <gasps> they made a pilot, it yeah. didn't do well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. But the other thing was whenever they announced that they were going to make three movies, I'm like, wow, that's an undertaking. But eh, yeah, whatever. I mean, if you can knock them all out and at the same honestly, time, honestly, cool. with like they've been Ron Howard has been talking about doing like the Dark Tower forever and how yeah. they're going to do like movies and then a series and it was all going to tie together. I looked at it as like because originally it was going to be theatrical and they decided that like. We're gonna do Fear Street the streaming this for Fear Street, the streaming yeah. version of like in theaters where you don't have to wait two years between each movie. They were gonna do it so okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but You're I wrong. thought they were going to do a monthly thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's okay. what I'm but okay. that's what I'm saying. They're they were speeding up the process to make it more like right. A streaming type, quote, streaming type experience. And plus, I just, I mean, I think every horror fan starts to pay attention whenever you make something more event based. Well, and that's just because it's everyone. just like, oh, shit. Okay. Um, this is the MCU of RL stuff. And then once I heard who was behind it, I was kind of even more interested. Lee uh, Janiak, yeah. I think is how you pronounce it. So she made this movie called Honeymoon that 2014, I really fucking dig. Which is great. Yeah. With uh, Rose Leslie and Harry Treadway. Um, mm. But apparently I didn't even know this. She, she married Ross Duffer of the Duffer Brothers. Who made Stranger oh. Things oh like in God 2015? Damn. So, okay, that there could be some influence because do you think they used the same mall? In this? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, I'll uh, save that. Yeah, anyway, uh, she was apparently going to write and direct the remake of The Craft, which oh, which then became dumped out because I think she wanted to do this, which is probably more challenging as a director well, yeah. to say, Oh, I got to come up with a way to tie in three movies. Cool. So, um, we get Friday's or Friday. Wow. Fear street, part one, 1994 Friday street, <laughs> fear street, part two, 1978 and fear street, part three, 1666. Mm-hmm. Um, they Get come it? out a week within each other, uh, from Netflix, but I waited the whole time and just binged them all together like at once ever, yeah took, a, took a whole sunday well yeah cranked it out in six hours yeah we watched him yesterday <laughs> in one sitting and I, then I had uh, to rewatch the ending this morning because she fell asleep. asleep i get it i watched one a day over the past week okay like i watched the other one yesterday morning so I, I'll, I'll be honest like when I started watching 1994, I started getting infuriated. <laughs> the first 13 minutes, I'm like, I do not want to watch another fucking scream ripoff. Yeah. 
because that's oh, because exactly of that first, what like, it was. Kill. The first kill. It's not even just the first kill, which is obviously, yeah, they have the same visual technique where they like slow him down to stab her and all this other shit. But the other thing is, and this is probably only going to be nitpicky to me. Oh, you probably son, just keep talking. I got uh, a thousand things I had issues with. Go ahead. So the score is done by Marco Beltrami, who also also did did the score for scream and the fucking score sounds exactly like scream in the first 13 minutes. And then I kept hearing about complaints about all the needle drops, which I will agree, are very excessive. But once you get past the like first 15 that minutes Netflix of that money. first movie, it kind of all levels up. Now, when you're saying needle drops, you mean the complete complete soundtrack that plays in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. like, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I understand that you can buy a lot of different songs. Good job. You should probably do some research to figure out what time these songs were released. Right. <laughs> you were pl- I get that it's old and it's probably from the 90s isn't going to cut it for me when it's like you set a time in 1994. You're right. playing songs from 1996 to 1997. <laughs> <laughs> but they are not the only a lot of people are guilty of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. A 100%. lot of sounds people. good. I'm just it no, was one of the things I that understand. I said. I was like, I know it's just me. I know I'm being an asshole, and that I mean, most people, young adults, those who hymnals watch, they were singing in 1666. I was like, this is easily 1704. <laughs> so, the whole time I watched this, I think I didn't understand what I was Nailed watching. It. I'm like, what age group is this for? It is not for you. It is not for people who but are close is. to 40. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's not for you. It's this so whole series no. was not for Niles. This series was not like as we not. said. It's so (laughs) it's bullshit. But it's so like I mean, like, give me a like an age. I don't know. It's so gory. It is so raw. And there's actual nudity. But it's not for 40 year olds. But it's not for like 10 year olds. It's for like 14 year olds. Young adults. It's for kids in high school. But yeah. okay, high school I could see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's high school age. That, that's yeah. who they're aiming for. Oh no, I have no idea. I mean, who they're kids, aiming for. kids have already like changed their style of dress to pretty much the fucking nineties. I assume that it's nostalgia. When I saw that Gadzooks in that mall, I lost my the nostalgia. The nostalgia is it felt like the they were nostalgia is meant for yeah, but that's it. what they do. Look that's at the what fucking eighties thing. Like, I know. I I'm just saying it's another one of those. But this one, it felt like they were literally feeding. Adults and young adults. Oh, nobody's ever done that, have they? I'm saying it just wasn't <laughs> as effective in this one as it has been in saying it. Yeah. Or I don't think it is that effective. I think the first it is first I feel one, like, fine. Second well, that's one, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, kid, kid, hey, cute. A kid's cursing. This one, you had kids like saying fuck like a thousand times, and it's like kids don't even say fuck that much. Uh-huh. It I felt said like fuck a lot. I said 1994. Fuck. I was yeah. ten. I was cussing at my like action figures if they weren't standing up. Once like, I learned that word, I was like, yeah. oh, this is how like, adults sound. Fuck, 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 fuck. It's a comma. Okay, we, so that's my opinion. We are I'm allowed to say my opinion. No. My opinion is I think that this had the direction that it felt like it was written for children. Yeah. Like the dialogue, the the love interest, all of the emotional attachments to the characters were very childlike. Okay. And then the topics were very adult. So it was very weird for me to like try to be like one scene I'm watching some little kid get his head cut open. And then the next scene I'm like, it's literally elementary speak 
communication. Uh, so it's like very, and that's why I said yeah. the whole time I'm like, I don't know what direction the show is. It feels like I'm watching a kid's show and I want it to just be a kid's show. Or it's like, I also, do you know, yeah, what, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I so felt like it was a little too harsh at my times. My question is yeah. what, when you say kids, what age group yeah. are you saying? It's the same people that would watch like a, you know, uh, ABC Family. I guess it doesn't. What is it now? Fox Family or something? Uh, it's called Freeform. Okay, oh, yeah. Freeform. <laughs> I, like, I assume it's that age group. It's this like uh, Pretty Little Liars. That age group is what I'm assuming. Isn't that on what? HBO? Why the fuck are Wait. you looking at me? Do you think I watched that? Pretty Little no. Liars. I thought it was Wait. on ABC. Oh, I, what's I, Pretty I, Little Liars? I, I was thinking of. No. I'm Wait, just saying it's. What's that Reese Witherspoon produced show that was on uh, HBO? Pretty Little Lies. Wait, no. Wait, Big Little Lies. <laughs> Big okay. pretty lies. I don't know. Okay, so I assume it's the same people who watch Stranger Things, right? This so we watch Stranger Things. You watch this show. Confusion. Right? <laughs> this confusion, though, with Pretty Little uh, Liars was on ABC Family. Okay. Jesus Christ! Fuck. <laughs> and Big Little Lies. Little Big Liars. Little Big Lies. Little people. Big lies. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> big Little Lies. Fuck. Which has that was Nicole Kidman. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. HBO series. Which we'll cool. get into things I was confused now, about. Now you know. YA franchises later. Now you know we're in our 30s um, because we just can't fucking leave Andy, it alone. Andy, you're 40. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. 40. I'm out of it. Sorry. Um, Lordy, lordy. It is. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Um, I feel like the. Sorry, Jeremy. No. I'm going to jump in on this. Please. I feel like all of the relationships lacked depth. Correct. I was, I'm going to have a, a two-parter here. I was one, happy that there was some representation and visibility for groups mm -hmm. that are not typically front and center in film. So I'll say that. However, all of the relationships were very surface level, like yes. Niles has said. Yes. And I did not find any couples believable or any interpersonal oh. relationships whatsoever relatable. I think these people had too many different directions they had to go in and they weren't able to like lock in on their character and like build feelings between each other because it was just so numb if yeah. I if I'm gonna watch two girls be in love with each other, I want to feel their joy, and so, I did yeah. not feel that. So, it was just like these two girls are kissing. Okay, right, cool. Right. We I didn't feel I didn't feel a lot right. of chemistry. Between no, two. There's, there's really nothing. There's two sex scenes. That's that's basically all there is. What's normally if I see girls kissing, I'm like, yeah, awesome. But with I, this, it was like, all right, well, they're <laughs> friends, I guess. I, I mean, <laughs> and the thing is, is we've we had six hours to get invested into these characters, so it's not like they didn't have time to develop this right you know um i was excited to see some gays on screen and to i have was them too be like especially during this era yeah i get that it's like the hot trendy thing but i feel like they really missed the mark yeah i mean i liked that it was happening in the 1994 movie just because i think that's when it started becoming not acceptable on a wide 
level. Well, it was the but, younger generation yeah. coming up because it was like that post, well, not necessarily post, but a little bit after like the big boom of the HIV and AIDS exactly. crisis. Yeah. Because like 80% of that generation was wiped out by that sickness. Right. Mm-hmm. So we don't have and there a was lot a of fear. elder gays. There right. was a fear for being gay. Right. Because you're like, oh, well, if you're gay, you're going to get the fucking AIDS virus, and right. which, you know, obviously was just propaganda. Yeah. But but it's interesting because in the 90s I think uh exploration between teens like sexual exploration was a thing and it was something that was somewhat encouraged by lifestyle and media um just be like oh just be yourself and whoever doesn't accept you they don't accept you. We're not saying it's an easy ride but I what I'm saying here is like I'm glad that the characters were well one of them is gay <laughs> the other one she's she she's figuring it out she's figuring still it trying out. to figure it out and she's that's just totally a kid fine. she shouldn't have it all that's figured totally out fine. yet yeah. she's a teenager of course that's that's what you do you figure out who the fuck you are i will say that i know that i am getting older because it's getting to the point where when i'm watching two young people like making out and maybe going further i'm like oh wait is this inappropriate for me to be watching <laughs> yeah. is this like borderline like child pornography oh, that i'm watching yeah. how old are these girls <laughs> i mean i i I appreciate where where their head was at for this for this movie. Do I feel that the chemistry was there? No, no. I feel like it was a little bit of a rush project. Um, writing the coattails of Stranger Things. I feel like they were like, oh, you know, season three of Stranger Things. They had it all in a mall. Right. Let's do it in. You know, it was really hot, Bridgerton. Let's do it in a mall. Bridgerton. But what's funny about oh. 1994, and we'll get into it when we get further along in the series, is I feel more of an emotional connection to 1994 on the last movie. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is funny. I'm, I, I'm I like, hated this. The, the first one was the worst by far. I could I, I not that. get that. It was like, there, hey, here we are. Here's the characters you're seeing for the next. Th- you know, two more installments. Let's get this narrative going. And they failed. It literally felt like a bunch of plugs of songs and mm-hmm. then scene by scene to like set up. It was just a, so, I mean, that, like I said, the first 15 minutes was very trying. I almost fucking turned it off. Um, <laughs> I, I was mad at you. I was yeah, like, we did, did you notice you? the, uh, well, nobody else was coming up with fucking episodes for ideas. So I thought maybe we could talk about this. This was your idea. I knew it. It was. Yeah. God damn it, I knew Well, it. come up with ideas for episodes. Feels like Lifetime. <laughs> it's probably oh, Jeremy. No, just wait. We'll Stop it. Stop <laughs> this it This is now. all a slow con to do that uh, Flowers in the Attic Lifetime series. Oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> VC um, Andrew. Did anybody notice the mass from October blood in Gadzooks at the beginning? Yes, I did. Hell yeah. I was like, Blowing oh, that's dark. cool. All right. I um, mean, it was cool seeing Gadzooks. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it said I like knew that store before they showed this name. Of it. I was like, oh, that's Gadzooks. Yeah, um, I recognize that neon. So you know the whole thing with like Shady Side and Sunnyvale. Shady Side's so like the poor generic though. No, Shady so side. I was like, oh, this is Pawnee versus Eagleton all over again. <laughs> <laughs> like I kept thinking that. The I mean, first one. it was funny because it was trying to elevate itself above CW teen drama, it but it not. kept bringing it back down but to CW it's teen YA, drama because that's but but sure so that's what it so is. So I made that argument, but here's oh. here's the thing: is like oh. 
the chemistry just isn't there. Yeah, and like all of the drug use was like yeah, really forced. Excessive. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was excessive yeah. and forced. It was like this doesn't feel like a natural so setting for I, people to be like, hey, you want some? Hey, you, you want, want a party? Yeah. yeah. I don't take two, take four of these, and take three. Like the we'll the get babysitter. into the babysitter, and we'll get into like the plan because I've got. But I mean, I don't know, like <laughs> drug culture was really kind of beginning to pop up. It was almost well, clearly well, drug culture well. has always been around with yeah. berries. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every time drugs were brought up throughout the series, I felt like it was extremely forced. For sure. I, yeah. I will not say, especially now, right now in our time in history, Hello, kids, I like doing prescription drugs. Overusing is literally the most prevalent thing that kids oh, do. Like, yeah. So. It felt very okay. How about this? It felt a lot of the stereotypes of now were just thrown into these like that wouldn't have happened. But oh yeah, I feel and like farm parties got a little bit more popular in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, no, I I, I agree are we with talking that. about sixteen sixty six? Because that's all they had. No, back then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. no, I mean, look, nineteen ninety four is. Uh, it's funny because like part of me says it's the weakest of the trilogy. But the other part of me thinks that 1666 is kind of the weakest of the trilogy. So, and I'll get to that when we talk to it. Shady Side's known as the killer capital USA, and I'm like, who do they think they are, St. Louis? <laughs> hey, hey, can't take that title from us uh, or Detroit. I would like to say that statistics are greatly skewed depending on who is reporting them. So, especially, I'm just gonna throw that out there, especially because they only do it based on St. Louis City and not the St. Louis metro area, mm. where every other city included in that includes their metro area. Right. So statistics. I agree. Statistics. I just. Oh, and little brother was playing Castlevania Bloodlines. Oh, yeah. If anybody was interested. I did like. The I liked brother. him. He was. He was cute. He loved Iron Maiden. I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's. That's I liked awesome. how he had like this ongoing relationship with his like internet girlfriend yes, and he's like, I have to tell her. <laughs> I have to tell her. Let's not get into that. I can't. That's the last episode, right? We can talk about where I'm brutal about. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Um, here's what I did like about, what did you first, the, the part one, 1994. I liked that it was relatively pretty much uncensored. It was pretty brutal yeah. at times. It was just like, oh, shit. Like okay. The, the, yeah. The blood, the, the gore. I mean, the they bread slicer. Yeah. They didn't really one. hold back. That was and great. Did not see that coming. And I, I will am, say as a character, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. That yeah, kind of hurts. Killed that character, too. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I was like, shit, this sucks. But um, yeah, I mean, I think 1994 does pick up its steam towards the end and beca- becomes maybe more enjoyable. I think it becomes, it does, but then I was just like, they're playing where it's like, we're going to have you OD. Yeah, that's. We're going like, to time all these medications, and if you do these wrong, then that's you're like not hours back. apart. Right, right. You can't like. You can't time, metabolize that many pills in five yes. minutes. You can't time an OD in like. Yeah, real life why logic just, aside, why though. not just fucking um, drown her to begin? So I, yeah, I have that, spent, I didn't understand that either. It was like, why don't you just drown well, her and then resuscitate her? Because they, that guy did know CPR. Yeah. So everybody fucking bread slicer death. Great. I have operated that same type of bread slicer many times back in my grocery days. You've orchestrated that same type of <laughs> yeah. murder. It just never no, went the same way. It's hard because I ran a cantaloupe through it. Those, <laughs> those slicers it are 
because it's weighted where if you let go, it resets. Yeah. So it was like, oh, somebody must have put a brick on the other fucking side of it to keep it like <laughs> keep it going. going. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure. That's it's like illogical. Contribution to, no, no, no. That wasn't like, oh, this isn't realistic. I right. was just like industry inside. But don't, when I, when don't I, think I didn't think many times about <laughs> like my hand actually going into that bread slicer and what would fucking happen. Right. And that thing was from like the 70s when I used no 80s, safety so. features. No. <laughs> no. I, like it I, I thought that was, I mean, that's the thing uh, of all of the show. They had very, very aggressive gore scenes that like were fantastic. But yeah. like it was next to the most like kid. I just, it's so weird to be like, here's this like little kid scene, kids being cute. Yeah. And then it's like, boom, what do you think about that kids? <laughs> it, they, the tone does seem a little unbalanced. Um, and especially That's when you told, when you say like, oh, well, who is the same for? Is the same for high school kids? Do they really dig this? Do they not? I don't know. I don't I'm know not that. a high school kid. You're but I, I also feel like this is like not for high. I feel like this if is you're a high school, school kid, kid, right into the show, <laughs> except for the hard fucking. Well, that's what oh, I'm no, that's the for them too. Like the writing and the story <laughs> is for a middle schooler. And oh, again. The I I just feel like this is a little more aggressive than I think that age group should get. I don't know. Yeah, I was consuming media. That's that what involved. I feel like. I, I feel like the whole time I was like, I'm not trying to judge this. Uh, how about this? I'm not trying to be harsh on this movie because I know it's for kids. I kept yeah. saying that to myself, mm. but then I kept watching things. I'm like, that's for fucking kids. Like, damn, damn. Like Stranger Things doesn't even go that hard. No, you know? like, no. Like, Stranger were- Things is a little more innocent. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's basically if you put for Fear Street, I'm like, okay, they just want the Stranger Things demographic. But they still want to make a slasher movie and not shy away from what? The yeah. Do you know the rating? Did it? I mean, there's no rating, uh, right? TVMA. I think it's it's got to be. Oh. Well, no, it's a, it's a movie. It's. I think it's, it was R. I think it's R. Okay. I, I don't know if it got an official rating though. That's a good question. I just find it M A or R. As much as I appreciate the fact that I got to see some cool goer like moments, it's like I felt awkward because I was like, it just doesn't flow with it it like took me away from this like but she's mad at her girlfriend why, in high it's school why we liked stranger <laughs> things scene one you know season one it's why we liked it the first movie apparently it's rated r okay so makes sense all right so then they should have written for somebody who's an adult right yeah i don't know i, I, don't know. I, I mean, want a better script then it's rated r I expect here's the thing I adult think the, writing i think the mpa is kind of like losing its gusto Okay. Because who gives a shit? Yeah, most most yeah, media is now consumed through like Netflix, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They'll they'll just say, yeah, TVMA. Yeah. There's violence. So what? There's really not Drug a lot use. of censorship into that. Damn. But Damn. anyway, I mean, I thought I thought it was as far as a directing. I thought it was competently directed. I just feel like some of the relationships, yeah. the chemistry wasn't there. The gore was pretty good. And like I said, 15 minutes in, I wanted to turn it off. So the fact that I watched it and kept going and didn't feel that feeling later, kind of, I, I feel is a testament. Like, okay, you, you figured it out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the needle drops were very excessive. <laughs> and I mean, those kind of don't let up until the, you know, at 
1666. I don't know the hymns. <laughs> Gregorian chant number four. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, 1994 leads us into um, 1978. Oh, can I real quick just oh. talk about so with this whole like they're gonna kill Sam? Yeah. Uh and revive her. And they end up drowning her, which okay, fine. He knows CPR. I counted the adrenaline shots they gave her. Did anyone oh, else do this? It was seven. like six, six seven. or seven. 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 Yeah. It was seven. Because I rewound it because I was like, I lost count. Hold on. And that didn't affect her at all. What? No. It, she woke up. She had You normal. would see like her heart like right. actually yeah. rising out of her. Ugh. Or maybe she'd be energetic. <laughs> Something. No, she was fine. She's fine. It's all those drugs she was doing before. Yeah. It mellowed her. It evened her her up. She was just crossfaded, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, so then it moves over to part two, 1978, because they're trying to figure out, um, I mean, the basic, I I don't want to spoil anything, but essentially we're dealing with a possession tale and not a slasher I mean, movie. We're spoiling it. We just talked about how the yeah. character You have to talk like, about the movie, yeah. Andy. Oh, well. Jesus, really? so, Jesus knows. And here's the thing with, with this is that every 16 years, there is somebody who starts killing people in town. Right. And it's only shady side or shady siders as they call themselves. <laughs> How limited is that gene pool? Are people yeah. m- actively moving to Shady Side? I, I don't know. But even just in like, you can't get out of Shady Side. If you side. do three of these, because in between 1978 and then 1994, wait, that that's it? 16 years. Okay, but 1978 <laughs> previous, all the ones they do like flashbacks of, like, oh, this right. happened in this year. It's like fuck if they're. And one of them's like one or two murders, I think. Like the little kid with the mask, I think it's just his mom. Yeah. Uh, the math is wrong because from 1666 <laughs> yeah. to 1978, there would be more than seven people. Right? <laughs> there yeah. were a lot of names on those stones. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. names were there. We a, just didn't I, get shown I, all the killers. So I think Renz brought this up and this morning, and it's absolutely true. 13 ghosts, anyone? Anyone? Oh, yeah. yeah. Felt a little bit of it? No doubt. Little tip? Yeah. Right there. Um. Uh, so I think the math is off. I noticed that <laughs> because I just no. I mean, as far as how many how many years would be in between? So I just um, subtracted sixteen sixty six from nineteen seventy eight, and I got three twelve years. I divided that by sixteen, and I got nineteen and a half. Ooh, the math is off so, so somewhere. Who's the half people. name? Well, yeah, no, it's probably I'm that just... little kid with the the porcelain well, mask that we saw. But once. they so they moved, but they <laughs> they like. Cheated because they did. Maybe the, there was a leap. Yeah, maybe. Employee, maybe one 19, was 1994. Two. They did the employee, like the guy in the skull mask, and then they did Sam. Yeah. Um. So they kind of they cheated. Yeah. Cheated, Peter. Yeah. Cheated. Um. Peter. So, 1978 opens with the sole survivor of the Camp Nightwing massacre. Oh, hold on. We should probably talk about in 1994 where we we're introduced to multiple killers. Yeah. And one of those killers is from 1978. One of those is the Phantom which is, Killer which from is the very, Town of Yeah, which is, I kind of really dug how we, in 1978, you don't, they, basically, we see the end result in 1994 mm-hmm. of that killer, but in 1978, we're basically watching the origin story of that killer. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of interesting, even though it's, again, a possession 
and it's not, you know, a serial killer. Um, I, I agree with you on that. I didn't appreciate them opening up with a typical dinner for me in my mid twenties of uh, oh. survivor eating the <laughs> microwave mac and cheese Just with a glass of whiskey. Cheese. Yeah, and I was like, "Ouch!" Okay, <laughs> they never talk about it, and I am inquisitive. What's with the alarms? Oh, they don't ever. No, we, we will mean, never know. What do you mean? What she don't has you understand? So many clocks. What don't I understand? Why the fuck does she have a hundred alarms? So she has. Alarm set on different clocks to do certain tasks. Why? Because uh, exactly. she got jacked up. It's because Trauma. they never explained it. Thank you, Andrew. Right. No, they, um, I mean, they don't explain it, but the visuals I thought explained enough because right below the clock, it actually has eat food. What, yeah, eat food. Uh, Foods, or feed something. Well, she's OCD. Eat food. She's food is good. Lock. Feed Major Tom. So she is on, <laughs> she is on a time regimen. That's all it is. Mm. And she's just trying to keep. Well, she, she plays with her locks like an OCD person does. Yes. One, two, three, one, two, three. And so I believe it is a symptom of OCD. I was going to say everything she yeah. does is like characteristics of somebody with very intense OCD. Right. So that you can have yeah. all of these safeties. In I was just place. waiting for them because, you know, they over explain every inch of that show. <laughs> they decided not to over explain that part. Um, I don't think they did. I don't think they needed to. I feel like they spent a lot of time talking about things that didn't matter and still didn't build any good relationships. It was kind of like, oh, great, this whole thing is going to be a flashback. Like, oh, cool, episode. she's going to save her girlfriend. Here's but what happened in 1994. Like, each other? <laughs> like, oh, let me tell you what happened at that Camp Nightwing. People love it. Let me go you into the three I want to point that out. People love <laughs> this know. thing. Um, what, they love it. It's the next Stranger Things. But what oh, you what don't you don't no what no. you what you don't do is when you go over to the town shut in who survived a brutal massacre <laughs> is fucking shine lights <laughs> in her right? windows and climb in an open window. He's lucky he's still alive, little shit. Like I was like, God, your kids are fucking stupid. Like, hey, like you just called us on the phone. All it's I okay. Say is- like I I know they can't, you know, but she did. They did talk to her on the phone. Yeah. I realized they didn't say, hey, we're coming over. Yeah. But like. They could have just knocked at her front Knock door. on the fucking front door. <laughs> Fuck. God damn. Yeah. Like why are they, Yeah. Why did they need. They. There was like no point to that. I thought there was like alien. Dude, they were going to bring to this. Even like I'm not a shut in, but there was a night. Just came home and she didn't text me. She was on her way with a friend and I didn't have the back light on and somebody was at the back door and I was ready to kick their ass. Like. <laughs> I went into fight mode. I was like, let's go. I gotta survive. Yeah. There was one night Niles came home when I was already in bed and I heard him come home through the back door and I was like, either somebody just, either somebody just broke into my house and I'm about to be murdered or that's my husband. My bed's bed's comfortable. So if I get murdered, at least I died comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But. I mean, I do. I, I thought it was interesting how they flash back into 1978, and I will say, 78, 1978 is a way stronger film than 1994. Yeah, they get I, better. So, so original, so original. I didn't say it was original. I said it was stronger. You don't think so? Well, tell me, tell me your yeah, feelings. Yeah, it was better than the second, the first episode. It's funny. Also, the other thing was, why wasn't this just a miniseries? Like, it doesn't feel like a full movie. It's not like you could watch one of those on their own and like be feel satisfied. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I I feel like that's 
That's a decent statement. I mean, I think um, maybe this would have worked a little better as a series, but... I just feel like chunking... I mean, and I say this because I feel like I should have done what Jeremy did. Watch an episode a day or something like that. Yeah. The breaking it up, like... When Rendon finished the last episode last night, she passed out. So this morning we kind of rewatched it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last episode, yeah. and actually on the second watched, I like liked it more. How about that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So before I passed out, I finished all of like that episode sixteen sixty six. I watched the whole first part of that, so mm-hmm. I at least had like a good hard stop. But it's like as soon as I saw the part two title screen pop up, I was like, Sleep and good night. <laughs> But that did make it a lot easier this morning to like say, okay, I'm going to pick up right here. And I'm really glad that I did go back and watch it because at first I was like, Niles, what did I miss from the ending? And he's like, well, there was this shit that happened. And I was like, if I'm going to be on the podcast today, I better finish this. And I'm glad I finished it. It was a good way to finish out the original part of 1994. It was a much stronger finish than it was a start. Yes, yes, absolutely. 100%. I mean, I still feel that 1978 was the stronger entry in the trilogy. Yeah. And there are things that I really like what they do with the stereotypical slasher that is interesting uh, it might be, it, it might not be wholly in, original, but I think it's interesting. Uh, did you, the entire time, did you ever wonder, other than the nurse, <laughs> where are adults? Are, yeah, are there, there adults because anywhere? Has where, anybody, where are the kids in the fucking been to, 13th movie? Has anybody right? been to camp? Yeah. Okay, thousands of. I had to leave early because I got an ear infection from the slip and slipper kids, which is for asthmatics. Yeah, this um. Camp has counselors who apparently one of them just became a counselor (laughs) Mm -hmm. who is trying to get in the pants of a camper, which is still wrong. I understand like it's hormones and it's like a year or two different, but I was a counselor. There's no, but she's really mature for her age. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck? You're You're just not like the other girls. You're so mature for your age. Fuck. Um, But yeah, here's the thing is that camps have not just nurses, but they have. Me, like a cook, cooks, and not, not just one cook. It's mo- it's multiple people. And then yeah, it's people don't we remember serving the food. cook from Sleepaway Camp. There's usually yeah. always a director. It's yeah. a camp director. Yes. The it, arts and crafts people. So instead, it's you have not very counselors running everything. Counselors are just counselors. in charge. Yeah, like <laughs> like uh, Sunnyvale versus. Th- that's how you set your camp. Like, that's a horrible adventure for well, all these children. So, what? It, yeah, and obviously you have like the shady side counselors having to do all the grunt work, which is like. No, the haves versus they, the have-nots, and it's very evident. I understand yeah. if they had, like, characters' dads that were counselors were doing, like, the shitty work, yeah. like, cleaning the outhouse more so, because the counselors, you're in charge of fucking kids. Activities. Right. Shit like that. It's the, like... Just, it's with the... Un, I mean, let's be honest, it felt like unlimited budget. You could have made the camp... camp nowhere. Yeah, you could have made the, the camp a little more believable. I, at one point in time, it's literally like you're going and it's just a side scroll and there's conversation that I'm not paying attention to because I'm just watching groups of two children doing whatever they're doing. There's like, oh, and this is a person doing a somersault. And then the next person, oh, these are two <laughs> girls with bikes. And yeah. I'm like, what camp... In the forest has bikes. I don't know. I've never been to a you know bike in have, the woods. Unless you bring your bike. You know why they don't have bikes at camp? So you can't get away. Hey. But it was just very like, what? Have they been to a camp I'm, I'm just curious. Like, I don't know. I, I was 
maybe inebriated when I no. when I watched this. This one. doesn't sound like you. But uh, the Berman was that a twist reveal to anybody? What the Bermans? Because so when Jillian Jacobs future C Birdman uh, Berman right the uh-huh. the recluse that yeah. with the alarms and everything. She is known as C. Berman. Yeah. You mean Ziggy. So everybody's like, oh, they're Cindy related. Berman. Right, right. They're, right? Re- they're related. But it wasn't. It was Ziggy. And I, I figured it it's out just, right off the bat. I don't think that twist worked. No. No. Okay. I just want no. to make sure um, we were all on the we same We all knew page. that they were sisters yeah. and all that. So but we amazing. obviously knew that Ziggy was the right. younger version of Jillian. Right. Because she's a fucking okay. redhead and her sister was a brunette with Auburn streaks. Because that God. comes into play like towards the end where I think they feel that they pulled a fast yeah. one They're on like, the oh, audience. Oh, her name's Christina. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't work. Good job. <laughs> this, this doesn't work. This is not a twist. I think we, I thought we all figured this out. Maybe it was just the big reveal of this is her real name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. Yeah. It we should work. honor what her real name is um, and not what she prefers to be called. Right. right. Hmm. <laughs> Which is kind hmm. of a, for a movie that's supposed to be inclusive and using a lot of coded language mm-hmm. in terms of LGBT relationships, mm-hmm. especially yes. in 1666. That was what that is, is precisely what I was referencing. Let's not get into that yet. Calm down. Uh, pop, no, pop. no, 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 no. That's <laughs> so is Camp Nightwing and Sunnyvale on shady side? I I don't know. So to county, <laughs> I think it is where the original the, town used to be. Both. Right? Remember, because yeah. it's, it's oh, the yeah. original oh, center okay. of Union. Town. Yeah. yeah. Which it was Union and now it is Union County. Yeah, I get it. So they spend so much fucking time saying shady side that I kept forgetting what Sunnyvale? What it was called. And at one point I go, oh, is it Sun Valley? And I realized, oh, I think I'm, I keep thinking. Riverdale? No, Sweet Valley. (laughs) Oh, Sweet Valley High. Sweet Valley High. (laughs) Oh. None oh, of you shit. guys are that crickets? Was, that was in your notes. <laughs> crickets? Yes. Because I was like, oh, it's Sweet Valley. And I was like, wait, no, it's Sunnyvale or Sunny Valley or Sunnyvale. Trailer Park Home. Oh, Jesus. You want to talk about Sweet Valleys, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> but anyway, I, I think uh, 1978 is a serviceable slasher. You it's speak brutal. of. They, yeah. th- they kill fucking kids left and goddamn well, right. Yeah. How little are you? Oh, what are you, three? Who else murdered for that fucking kid who was like that watching That kid was them. in other stuff. The boy that was in the glasses. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck Is else that the was kid that in? was named Jeremy? And I was like, oh, oh kid, you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die. I know my fate. Um, but I felt so bad. I'm like, oh, he's just watching them. And then he fucking gets brutally murdered. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. I feel like that kid is in. No, it's a kid like, who's in charge of the jail for the yeah. shady side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That was me. Uh, yeah. The, that, uh, how aggressive. Mimics my summer camp experience. So these, these little girls were like straight up like Jackie Channing each other. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, first off, I don't know. I, when I was that age, I didn't even fight that aggressively. So like. <gasps> Oh my God! Yeah, sorry. The no. little boy who played Jeremy yeah. that you were just talking about—he was in Pen Fifteen. Yeah. that's what he was oh. in. God, what? Pen Fifteen. Oh, oh yeah. I was like, this little boy is so familiar. What is yeah, he in? The, I have I like seen his love face. Of uh, what's her face? Wow. He dates her. For, he dates her for a second. Second. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's coming back. Gabe. Gabe. Celine. It's all Gabe. coming back. But anyway, I—I I mean. 
I will say the kills on this are pretty great. Yeah. I think for just like a generic horror slasher film, I think this is a pretty when solid it, like, film. Took a turn to me, I was like, "Oh fuck, I want to know more." Is when they're in the underground cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah that was cool. The, whoever shitty. I I also I like drugs. Counselor was. I was um, kind of laughing at the Goonies reference. Oh, mean, with the toilet, the, the bucket. The fact that it's in a shit house. Right. <laughs> Because I'm not the hugest fan of Goonies either. When oh wow, she touches that, that like no, you're wrong body no. or whatever it is that starts like, like pulsating, heart pulsating. Yeah, 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 I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, let's go. I found the whole latrine outhouse thing fucking disgusting. Yeah. Can you imagine having to climb up that and like have to grab hold of the poopy? Well, uh, slumber party like, massacre or not uh, sleepaway camp. Sleepaway camp. Pledge yeah. night. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Just thinking of like the hand coming out of the toilet. Hills have uh, eyes too. <laughs> With the oh, the, the remake. Yeah. 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 I don't know that. That one. too. There's a guy who it comes out of the the outhouse and he's like got his body all covered in little mini cuts and stuff yeah. so that the bacteria from the poopy gets cuts into the gets infection. Baby. Um, Ooh, baby. He likes when I talk baby. about poopy. Ooh, baby. <laughs> But just like that, they half-ass this camp so much that they're digging, going, "Hey, there's this giant underground cabin down here. I don't know. Just let the shit fall where it may." Then, like, <laughs> hey, you have to like. It's I not mean, even a real vault toilet. No, it's not. No. It is a hole, a hole into an underground. It's not cavern. even a septic tank or a leaching bed. Nothing that would really be out in the middle of nowhere. And did you all like it's a hole where you shitting? And you didn't like go like, okay, what? Well, what's down? Well, here? there's a whole cavern down here. It echoes yeah. when my shit plops. <laughs> God. Hey, y'all. Shit's echoing when it pops. Oh, shoot. That one bounced. It got air. That sounds like a bomber. Like, who doesn't look down before they take a dump? You know? I try not to. It's scary. (laughs) But I mean, I guess that was the stall that had moss, so I wonder if people just never used it. But it did have a lot of toilet paper and poopy down in that hole. Yeah. But doesn't it seem... But Do you think that was a man of poopy? By default, the amount... like that. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm saying is that like rock would just be slick with and I tried not to look at it the whole time. I was like, don't oh, look at yeah, that. I don't want to just climbing up. I'm like, don't climb up. I'm like watching the girl yeah. had the broken like, leg and her skin like, had been broken. It. Yeah. And it's like, yes. oh my god, if you touch that, you're gonna get so infected, they're gonna have to cut that foot off. You're fucking losing that <laughs> foot. That ankle's gonna smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a shitty plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway, all right, let's. Uh, uh, but I, I did enjoy. I enjoyed seventy eight. Um, I thought it was probably the better. Every single one of them, I have the exact same feeling towards the end. It revs up. The story comes together mm-hmm, finally, mm-hmm, and I feel mm-hmm. satisfied to continue watching. Yeah. So the problem is, is I don't give a shit. Most of the time, <laughs> like all of the character development is just gobbledygook. Yeah, like so, it is. They just wasted so much time on dialogue. They could have just gotten to it, and this could have been probably a movie. A movie. This could have been a single movie. If they I agree to with remember. that, it could have just been like one longer. It's not, it's movie. not that deep. It it's really, really isn't. <laughs> Everything is very surface. Yeah, level. I mean, I I don't understand why each of these entries are two hours long. Or close to we two hours. We could have, yeah. if I'm being generous, we could have done three 45-minute segments. 
Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. We could have cut out a or lot just of two stuff. Parts. Right. Two fucking parts. You could have done it. Because okay, let's could have just been a flashback. Should have been like four seasons, like ten episodes each. <laughs> let, let, let's move to stretch this baby out. We can move to sixteen sixty six because I think this is honestly, I feel this is the weakest out of all three of them. I feel until, like it's until they until you back. get the to nineteen ninety four part two. Uh, I will say oh, I did like church, the preacher yeah. with the kids. For I sure. thought that was fucked. He up. was yeah. a sinister minister. That's for sure. Sinister minister. Yeah. I like that. But like I wanted more of that. Like yeah. Why didn't you give me a little bit more than just like walking it was, into it? So you know yeah, why was, you liked that? Because he liked seeing children no, be killed. Oh. No, the reason why you liked that, Niles, is because. Before we go into the church, we see people have feelings about something that we actually believe is they are concerned for their children. Right. That is probably mm-hmm. the deepest emotion that we got throughout these three movies is this whole town being concerned about what's going on with the children in this church. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So like in the first movie in 1994, what's the main character's name? That's not Sam. I know. Right. Like Wait, we just hear Sam being bad. screamed the like whole time. Like the sister and brother. Because uh, all she talks about is how shitty her dad is, how he's a drunk and he's a loser. And oh, are anything. you going to bring up the end? And you don't see him in anything until it's this it's flashback Sarah. 1664. Sarah? Sarah? No, because Sarah is the witch. Sarah Fear. Oh, that's true. But I was like, they keep... Okay. Like, Did it bother you that like the... <laughs> The person, she's Sarah, right? She turns into Sarah to see Sarah's memory, I guess, because yes. she touched the Dina. blood. Dina. 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 So yeah. she she switches faces every once in a while. You see the face of the actual yeah, she person. She took her face off. Yeah. It, it bothered me a little bit. Like, I just wanted them, you know, she could be in the mind of this girl with it being that girl. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, you could have only, you should have only done like that you? switch. Did it make you more confusing at the, at the beginning, beginning and then carried and it And then also using the same cast in that time I, frame. I, so, and I also felt that it made their accents even worse because it, I mean, number one, their accents weren't great, but it was even worse because we knew what they normally sound like. I think they reused the cast so that we could have a better understanding of the interpersonal relationships yeah. in that separate generation. But does it work? Be- it doesn't because none of them fucking work because there is no depth to any of the relationships. Yeah. However, right. when there is the church scene and Dina goes in and finds her brother, that is like Th- something. That's the most scene. like emotion that's, yeah, those that's the two most. have. You don't really get that because no. he's a completely different character. The but he's only still her brother. You, yeah, the only reason you feel that is because it's Oh, but then like, why is it her brother? Because she is not her. She is Sarah Fear. And so Sarah Fear's brother is the same brother. That she <laughs> yeah, has. no, I know. <laughs> what the fuck? And that's as somebody who has watched way too much Walker, Texas Ranger, where they would do these <laughs> <laughs> They would do these frontier flashback episodes where they're supposed to be playing ancestors of themselves. Oh, it's God. like how inbred is this like Dallas, Fort Worth. Right. They like, all look the same. She's not y'all look the Sarah Fear. She's yeah. not related to Sarah Fear. So why is her brother and her dad her apparently her we don't know because I don't think you see her dad no. in the rest of the series. No, you really don't. Is he a camper at the camp? Uh <laughs> is he, is he a counselor? Like in 78? Uh, I think so. Is no, he? If don't. he was, he was still thinking of marrying her off to Solomon. But, but they don't they don't really focus. No, on him whatsoever. They don't focus on anything. Focus. 
No, they do. <laughs> they focus on gayness. The gay love scenes. And they don't make it they don't make it gay enough, in my opinion. If you're gonna make it gay, go full gay. Go full gay. I never want, go half gay. Right. I want to feel like these people actually care about each other instead of you just like slapping a uh, fucking rainbow flag will, on it like Target. That, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels I, like corporate gay yeah. and not like Ooh, authentic Etsy oh, handmade that's actually gay. A good wording. That's uh, the way I feel about it. I I agree. I really like the boner joke in this. What? The dude had a boner and they like all Oh yeah. 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 Of, like, <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> That's how you win Jeremy over. Have a boner joke. In um, but yeah, so then you jump ahead <laughs> and it's true. part two and we're out of the old timey. And uh, so, wow. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So they, they, 1666. They that. that was dope. They pretty much ended that like an hour and 10 minutes into it. Right. And then. Yeah. Part two. Yeah, and they were still like. 40. I thought yeah, it was I over because like, like they chop her hand off, which is like I think the which, second coolest thing that happens other than the bread slicer. Oh, I yeah. think her literally just like watching her hand just like bent into like, oh, that's not yeah. good. Oh, that's how that happened. I get oh. but Yeah, and I did like the twist where it's like, yeah, she wasn't really like evil, but now that you killed her, she's fucking evil. Right, like, right. So I think the exact moment where I switched in that episode and I, or movie that I was like, okay, I kind of like the series as a whole, not as parts, the sum of the parts, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I like I like it as a whole because as soon as the moment where she goes, well, they're going to burn us at the stake anyways, we should go grab the witch's book and we'll just go ahead and fuck this town like they think we're going yeah. to do anyways. And that moment where you realize, Oh, it's not her. This had the story isn't true. And I was like, oh, I get it. Right. That's because the, we see the food that's all the twist I wanted. Yeah. Uh-huh. It took me five and a half hours to get there, but we're now here and I can enjoy the rest of this thing. So yeah, and from that moment on, I enjoyed it. And it's funny how you say that though. Like 1666, I thought was pretty weak. And until we get to part two of nineteen eighty four, and then it kind of evens I, out. I like the re- I did like the reveal. So, and what's been said is like third act always kind of kicks into gear with yeah. ninety four seventy eight, and also like when you find out what's really going on and who's really behind it, right, is like way more interesting than all this other shit. And then like seriously, if they would have just had more focus on this, we could have made this story so much more interesting. They made it more of a mystery. We were watching it and I had to explain to her that the cop and that Solomon Good was the exact same person. Same person, yeah. But she didn't know that. Same person or same actor? It's the exact same same human being. I didn't realize he has a shaved face and that long hair. But like, that's what I'm saying. That's how bad they did it explaining the connections and some of the back and forth. And there was definitely like, usually I'm pretty good on like, okay, that's supposed to be like continuity and stuff like that. And this series, I was like, I don't know what's going on. It's very shuffled. Um, It's it's hard to keep track. Hey, Hey. but I will say what now said is pretty much my sentiment sentiments is I have my problems cinnamons. <laughs> cinnamon buns. I prefer I, a cinnamon stick. <laughs> I have problems with the movies individually. Yeah. Even though I think 1978 and the last part of 1666, which is really part two, mm-hmm. 1994 are probably the highlights or the peaks yeah. of this whole six hour saga. Yeah. With that said though, like after you're done I'm like, you know what? Honestly, as a whole, good on them for doing like six hours of a horror movie. 
essentially. Yeah. And overall, I liked it. Will I go back and rewatch it? Probably not, but maybe I'll go back and rewatch like if they did a season two, though, would you? Probably. Well, I think they're going to do like movies. They want to do more movies. Yeah, like they're going to do more movies or shoot like. We'll see. You know, if I mentioned before recording, like my nephews that are obsessed with horror. Well, I don't know if I would. No, because of the fucking and drug use. Yeah. I just want to let him watch 78. TVMA, fucking and drug use. <laughs> yeah, I'm going <laughs> to start up saying. my own rating system, <laughs> and I'm going to just still use my words. <laughs> but, I mean, I think, uh, look. for This movie features excessive porking. There is raw dogging is in this one. Yeah. Raw dogging. I am kind of interested to see. Got any more pills? We got to fuck again. So if this you got is, those fuck pills? Let's Jesus. fuck. Jesus. If this is aimed towards kids in high school, I am kind of curious to see what their takeaway is from it. Like, are I don't they think go? parents are going to be like, yeah, go see the new one. It's just I feel like the dialogue is above high school. If you're a high schooler groups. listening to this podcast, drop us a line. No, the dialogue is down in low, That's but the I'm themes are way rated high. The dialogue is well, low. Because the if, themes are if high. the YA books are a gateway to yeah. horror, right? Yeah. What is this? Is it's this another gateway into horror? It's straight horror. No. Or, or it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't have the baby steps that those books had, mm-hmm. right? This is just like, nope, these are straight horror movies. The only thing that drags it down is this teenage soapy drama that doesn't really work. He was groping you, you in know, front of everyone. Andy, you just, yeah, you well, summed it was. up, dude. That's, how, that's actually a perfect explanation of my feelings. It's put his hands on your butt. Okay, but yeah, no, you're you're absolutely summed it up. That, that's that's perfect, I, and I accept that. And if somebody asked me, should I watch this? And I said, well, technically, the whole time I had to say I have to watch this because I'm doing a podcast on this, so I have to. But now that I finish it, I'm glad I did. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And I, I, if they did a part two of you know another set of three or whatever they want to do, I'd watch those. Yeah, because I think that they have a good idea, and I do like. I just wish that they would focus either on being something for young people or something for a veteran horror community, right? I think maybe they were just kind of stuck in in this box where they're like, oh, we need to make three movies because that's just how it's done. Yeah. And I feel that it could have been edited down quite a bit. They, oh yeah. We talked about <laughs> when you you left the room for a sec and me and Andy talked about the idea of like 1666 could have literally just been flashbacks. It didn't yeah. need we didn't need to go we, there. There was too much and it's one of those that's like of course I was what did I put in here? I was like, "Oh, this is a 46 years after Plymouth Rock." Okay. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Uh. It's 110 years before the start of Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> 17, um, 17, 76. No, no one did okay. I. Okay. So I have a question <clears throat> with this because it was, and maybe I missed this part in 1666, but why is it always shady ciders that are possessed and that start the killing? So, so was the reverend you, who was the first, yeah. was he, cause it was all union. It was yeah. all one. And then I guess, at but the it was end on of, one side of union, right? 
I which is no. she see so she, is it? if you look at the character okay. his daughter was the love interest of I the know, main character so she was from shady side and then moved over to well, sunnyvale yeah, but in, in the present future. day but but i'm assuming they're trying to make you make that connection that she was the technically he was the original of right. the shady side that got possessed by this well i mean satan as, I mean, that's the oh, idea uh, is that Solomon Good uses Satan yeah, yeah. to possess uh, a person to kill people that will empower him to do good. His family will always be wealthy. Kind of right. like what yeah, they said. But, so there, do, but there's right? no Sunnyvale yet. Like, yeah, there's two different quote, parts of that's union. the beginning of it, because basically from that point forward, side, there is Solomon his. lost his family. You don't yeah. they don't get into it. He was in dire need of something and to make was, his life better. And that was what he chose yes. to do. Yes. He stole the witch's book, became empowered. And then from the, his lineage would spread. And you saw how many when you saw the tree at the very end. Yeah. You see how many goods there were. So so it's like almost like Sunnyvale is not just, enough plenties. It's just me. the goods. You're right. Just the goods. But like you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Sunnyvale is actually made up of just people that benefited from the good family tree. Okay. So it's but people again. That have so been, then, I mean, the, I'm just thinking about the gene pool. Yeah. Like, oh, it's messy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's shallow. I mean, <laughs> like character development. I mean, they probably bring people in. I've seen, uh, you know, they uh, got to truck people. We in. just watched a boy and his dog. We know what happens in the post. Oh shit! Yeah, come on in. It's a good movie though. We need your um, seed. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, do you guys all was agree? that? So, at the end, was that the Sunnyvale mayor that got hit? Yes. Yeah. So that okay. was his okay. brother. His brother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, do you guys feel that this was worth a six-hour journey? No, absolutely not. It mm, five 40 minute episodes would have done this justice or 30 minutes. Well, what's five times 40? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not even doing math. math. I'm just suggesting the idea is if you're going to give it, every episode needs to have a literal love scene. Every episode needs to have, you I know, mean, it's 200 the, minutes. So it's two, it's three hours and 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. I think that would have been good. Yeah. Nails. Go talk to Netflix. Um, Say 40 minute episodes, guys. I mean, I'm not very big on what Netflix is putting out anymore. I don't think they really do any quality at this I point. I think they pick up some like interesting things, but in terms of stuff made, quote, in house, like it's pretty much garbage. Well, they picked up the new. Um, this was an acquisition as well. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this was this supposed, was supposed to, come to be out put out by 20th Century Fox last year. Yeah. And then 20th Century Studios. Disney was like, well, we don't want this. Well, they should have had more input from the people over at Freeform on how to successfully incorporate an LGBTQ plus storyline. Right. Uh, I, I, I tried to watch Dead of Summer and I can disagree on that part. There have been other freeform shows that I have watched that okay. involve, you know, members of the community I where I've been that, like, yeah. this is an accurate representation of people yeah. that could actually exist. Dead of Summer was a really poor amalgamation of like it and Stranger Things in oh, a okay. summer camp where everyone Wasn't is, that what we just watched? Hey. No, you would think, yeah, where everyone is all inclusive and it's like. That's not realistic. That's, that's, There's hateful people in the world. Especially in yeah. like the 80s. Yeah, yeah. like they yeah, were not yeah. accepting of. I'm sorry. Well, we were just watching like Bring It On the other day. Okay. Oh, and that's oh, from like heard about that, yeah. 99 or 2000. And there is so much like homophobia in that that I yeah. never noticed because I grew up watching and loving that movie. That didn't seem and to go away until like the mid 2000s. No. But like, they, I think I they even mean, thought they were more progressive. 
progressive because they actually had a gay guy in the yes. movie. Yeah. So like it was like, oh, well, we have a gay guy, so we can say. So these it's things. okay. So we can say yes. No, it, so we can say this. That's exactly what it is. It's like Quentin Tarantino. It's like having a black friend. People of color. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Samuel says it's cool. Yeah. Samuel Jackson yeah, said, it's, said okay. it's fine. Anyway. All right. Anyways, that's a whole different thing. So I, I mean, look. Do I think it needed to be six hours? No. Am I happy that I watched it as a whole? Yeah. Also, I, yeah. I, I think. No, I'm. I am happy that I got to see it. I, I think. Uh, I think for the genre, it, it's not. It's not a heavy hitter in the genre, but it's kind of more interesting on a technical level that like we have a six hour long horror movie essentially um do i think it's all good no no Christ we no. think rl stein thinks of this I'm i am very curious he likes about this. the payday he got from it i'm sure he does i'm sure he does do i think That's- this is a like a great adaptation of fear street i can't tell you so because that i never was read him so i got done and i looked up i was like okay is there anything that connects this? Yeah, no. it's actually a trilogy oh. in Fear Street. It absolutely well, is. Is it? Yes, it is absolutely based on a trilogy. It's called the Fear Street something trilogy, and it's uh, it's called the beginning, the something else, and it's about the fears versus the goods in, oh, okay. in this town. And okay. it's literally, I'm the only person now, who did the research. Well, no, because I, I, we, we didn't have her on, but I did ask local YA expert <laughs> Lindsay Corkamp oh. about this oh. Thursday. I really wanted to get her on this episode. Why did she not jump on? She reads so much. She reads so much. She and should she have been is, on this episode. Her knowledge with this is, so I asked a few questions at Trivia this past Thursday, like, okay, this, this, and that, and she goes, no. Basically, all we're like, no. Like, there's a Camp Nightwing book. Mm-hmm. 78 yeah, is yeah. not based on that book. Right. And it is, it is taking... They basically it's took just material. Taking the name. I like, know it's right? loose. Yeah, it, yeah. I know it's loose, but there is technically a trilogy okay. that is based on the one town and the separation of the fears and the goods and how that they use witchcraft to better themselves. Uh, that is the, the trilogy, I guess. So I'm sure they pulled in tropes from other books or yeah i mean let's be honest they just felt like they ripped off a lot of different things but i mean it's fine a lot of friday the 13th cues and yeah little tongue-in-cheek little things that i don't you know i there were literal shots like there were like shining shots that were definite like especially like in 78 like with the axe like he's like breaking in the law oh yeah and then the scream kill in the beginning it's like yeah they're, they're i don't know they're homaging or just stealing i don't know at this point what is it's- it are we know. are we just ripping off? But that's things? what. But that's what every. I know. That's what everything I know, I know. is a. It's funny because they up, don't. They I don't mean, actually. They uh, spell it as fear, like normal fear, as F-I-E-R. opposed to F I E R. Yeah, we know. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. I, cool. I had to know something because I was like, if I if I don't know that this is connected to anything and they just stole the name of it, then I'm pretty much just going to be like, well, fuck this. I I'm mean, honestly, start. I thought I thought it was just an in name only sort of thing yeah interesting cool all right well i think it's worth watching but i think it's i think mileage will vary mileage I, will vary 100 percent. it is i do wish they were shorter because even uh, watching like i watched it yesterday morning 1666 and i was like oh this shit's two hours yeah okay yeah here we go <laughs> yeah i mean i think we started at 
relatively early and we finished it at like 10. So, um, oh, I guess not that early, huh? Four o'clock, three o'clock. I don't know. We had some breaks too. So anyway, I, I think, uh, I think it's interesting to see where they go from here because it seems like it's relatively successful. Of um, we know that's all horseshit. Anyways, what was that? Was it army of the dead? They're like, Oh, that had 72 million views. Oh yeah. And that means somebody watched two minutes of it. Right. Right. That's what the And that's what they do with the are. scary movie shit cuz yep. some of the shit they listed I was like oh I turned this off cuz it was not good. Yeah. <laughs> These are the scariest movies on Netflix. People don't finish, <laughs> right? And I was like I don't appreciate being lumped into this thing cuz I didn't like the movie. Right, right. But anyway. Okay, so that's the Fear Street Thrillogy. Thrillogy. Yeah. Thrillogy? Yeah. Okay. Hey, um, do we have any events coming up? Uh yeah, we have Late Night Greenhouse. Friday, August 13th. That's coming up. Uh, Saturday, August 14th. And we're showing Child's Play 2 and Phantasm 2. Oh, fuck. Finally. Two fan, two Tasm. Yes. Um, Tickets are still on sale. I will tell you that uh, Friday is pretty booked. Pretty booked. Uh, Booked like a month ago. Yeah. uh, It's funny because like... People are like, oh, only the front rows, three rows are available, which I get. I, yeah, because you all I slept mean, on it. The last two rows in there, I think you could still watch a movie. It's not like a back breaking. I've watched like neck in breaking the front thing. row. I've been in the front side. row at the De Pere Theater, and it's the f- not very great. front row is yeah. awful. It's I would not, not great. recommend it. <laughs> that's what happens when you don't buy it. But that's the thing is, like, there's 42 night. seats in those. Th- first three front rows so i think technically we're like 60 percent sold on friday night but nobody wants those first three rows i get it so i would recommend going saturday i know it's not friday the 13th but you know you'll get over it it's fine you'll get over it it's uh 13 dollars to get in that's a hell of a deal for a double feature two movies yeah not a lot of double features happen. So sorry, Jack. Andy's back. <laughs> so I don't know what we're showing in September. I still haven't worked on it. That should tell you something. I don't know. It's I'll fine. get to it. Just swallow your that, tongue. Yeah, for a I swallow my tongue. <laughs> just a lot of information we didn't need to have. <sighs> yeah, you can just close this bitch out. Okay. Okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, come to thestraytheBrain dot com. Follow us. Come to. Come to. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DTB Horror. Nah, don't do that. Follow us on Facebook. Yeah, do at that. Facebook.com slash destroy the brain. Yeah. Instagram. Yep. At destroy the brain. <laughs> and follow us on our Discord or join the conversation <laughs> that we barely have. Discord.com or wow. Fuck. Discord. Wow. At enjoy, Discord. At enjoy the train. Discord.destroythebrain.com. Enjoy the train. Where can people yeah. find you, Jeremy? Uh, Instagram, vaccinated camp blood. Rin. You can find me on Instagram at Rinstillgram and on Etsy. I oh, sell yeah. things. Do you want to say what your business Madam Maddox makes. You can find that on Instagram too. Why are you wearing sunglasses? Because he has a bright future. Oh, he wants to leave. Um, you can find me on Letterboxd, Instagram, cool. and Facebook at Niles Maddox 22. 
And you can find me at Treefy, T-R-I-E-F-Y on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you guys very much, and we'll see you in a couple weeks, maybe? Okay, bye-bye. Bye.